Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. But this isn't a mortgage podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. Of course, the Nitrogen Podcast back once again. And it's a watch-along today, Hogwild, 1996, available on the WWE Network and also Peacock. But we don't know anything about Peacock because we're British. Uh, I'm joined today by what we're going to affectionately name now, The Killer Bees, after Brian's uh, little problem a couple of weeks ago. We hope you enjoyed that episode, the WWE watch-along with uh, Bad Blood. Um, How are things over there, Brian? I I don't hear much buzzing in the background. No, it seems like the B problem is now all but history. Uh, instead, I've got a B or problem because I'm sweating my fucking balls <laughs> off in this loft at the moment. Nice, nice, well played. And, uh, but, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I wasn't so well for the last couple of days. I'm a lot better now. I had me, uh, had me jab and it, you know, it kicked my ass. But I'm all good, I'm all good to go. Uh, I've got a little bit of a surprise for you in a few minutes, Mark, but welcome to that. Oh, okay. Well, here's the other surprise. The third man, or the third woman, the other half of the Killer Bees, Miss Beth Blade MacDonald. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Thanks for having me back. You're very welcome. Uh, We've just literally finished the uh, segment from Nitro, which was the the backstage thing, you know, the, the, the thing with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Macho Man jumping on the car and riding off and everybody going off in ambulances and stuff like that, just to keep her updated because she'd missed that episode. Uh, and obviously we, we did a bit of scrutinisation. You said, you, said you, you thought it was really well done. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, really quite realistic. And I was quite impressed by the acting skills, not only of the wrestlers, but of, uh, you know, woman was fantastic. And it really had a sense of authenticity. Um, With, that was the word I used as well, weren't yes. it, Mark? Authenticity, yeah. you know. And that is definitely what they were going for. Yeah. Uh, Realism and all that. Are you looking forward to Hogwild Beth? Yes, yes, I am. I want to know what happens next. Obviously, yeah. with, uh, with, with what's going on, it's kind of almost presenting. You know, you've got the rivalries b- between Ric Flair and uh, Luger and all that going on at the moment. But it just gives them something to unite over, and I'm interested yeah. to see where it goes. Well, Mark was telling me a few weeks ago that he pitched the idea of you joining us for Hogwild, and I am not going to use a word that he described because there'll be people going like, oh my, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, but, but the word that he used, he did imply that you nearly turned his house into a sup and slide. So, well, your house, should I say, his house. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway, Mark, this is where you insert the... Uh, uh, the little scene from How I Met Your Mother where Barney just repeatedly says moist. Oh, fuck, I said the word. <laughs> <laughs> moist. 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 You have to insert that now, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to go and find it. Uh, I'm sure Beth knows exactly what fucking what uh, season, what episode, what minute, because yeah. she's a massive fangirl. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube, just that scene alone. Yeah, probably. She's that much of a probably fan like girl. a fucking. There's probably like a ten hour uh, version of it now on YouTube. Yeah, Barney saying moist for ten hours <laughs> on a loop. Yeah. Oh man, definitely. I'm definitely setting that as somebody's ringtone. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> yeah, she loves Every it. Time you she ring... loves it that much. She's got a tattoo on each inner. Is it inner ankle? Yeah. yeah, inner ankle. She's got the the yellow umbrella and the blue French horn. That's extreme ah. fangirlism. I'm if sad. If you ask me, I don't care though. Well. Well, she actually uh, 
said to me once, uh, yes, it is better than Friends. And anyway, you know, I wanted to drop kicker at that time. Well, but, uh, I have a new, you know, I had a few, I, I had a, a few to drink. So I was... On that, Brian. So Go I on. love How I Met Your Mother and it's better than Friends, but what's better than them both is New Girl. Ah, yes. Um, Mark was saying that, Brian, you have to watch New Girl. And I'm like, I tried that and I couldn't do it. And I think you were there at the time, weren't you? You were. Yeah, I think I was and, drunk uh, and got very passionate about it. Oh, yes, very much so. I, I was cowering <laughs> underneath the table. You know? She's like, how can you not like New Girl? And I, went, I don't know. I just tried and I didn't get it. I'm you know, so, uh, because I don't remember this. Yeah. Um, I am going to give it another try at some point, just to fucking... I, I gave Breaking Bad a try for you, Mark, and for every other fucker for the last few years that's told me, you got to watch Breaking Bad. It's the best TV show ever. And fucking hell, they were right. Yeah. Well, um, so I, I think... I... I What's the best then? It's dumb. Is it New Girl? No. no. It's Lost. Right. Uh, I did watch Lost back in the day. Didn't like it. You know, I liked the first couple of seasons and afterwards it just, uh, it, it went down a, a, a complete different pathway and uh, you could say it got lost. Oh. And so did I, so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it gets very I'm complicated all- if you, and if you're not paying attention then you get lost. <laughs> well, funnily enough, that's what I thought about New Girl, so... But I will give it another try. Well, that's... Um, yeah, that's about 15 minutes out of the way. Everybody knows how we are and uh, what TV shows to watch next. So, yeah. Oh, out of curiosity, have you watched El Camino? Or have you watched Better Call Saul yet? Uh, no, I have not. No, you're just um, still digesting no. Breaking Bad at the end. <laughs> no, I was digesting fucking 14 days of work. Yeah, true. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, yeah. in six, in fourteen days in sixteen. Like, yeah. yeah, I've been a, I've been a very busy boy. A busy bee, you might say. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah. I get into that age now yeah. where dad jokes are more acceptable. Yeah. I can't. You know, he's told us all about the bees, Beth. I can't wait till he tells us about the birds as well. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, chaps. And chapesses. Uh Yeah, let's dive straight into this. Hogwild 1996, uh, WCW timeline, back on track. Uh, been looking forward to this, actually. It's been... It feels like forever since we talked about WCW properly. Um, and the card. It seems like forever since we recorded. Yeah, true. It does, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think the last one counts because it were... It were like... What were it like? Lunchtime on a Friday, you were packing, ready to go away, and yeah. I was... You know, I had one eye on work and, you know, basically one eye on the clock to make sure I'm not late and you were eye on the fucking bees that were interrupting <laughs> and you, you can you can tell that I was very distracted I, in that episode. Eyes so. everywhere. You'd need as many eyes as that fish from The Simpsons. Uh, fucking hell, I needed eyes as much as, uh, as many as a fucking spider. In like. there somewhere with the bees. Yeah, oh, what joke? We, we, we already made that joke. We made that joke a couple of, like, about a week ago or something like that. It said uh, if the bees remain, we're going to give them all names. And one of them was going to be called Sting. The other one was going to call B. Anchor Belair. <laughs> uh, I haven't thought of any more, to be honest. That was when Brian told me about the Killer Bees tag team. And it was just Yeah, like, and there's is... one... Co- yeah, because you went uh, Bianca Belair and I looked at the Killer Bees and someone's called Brian B. Blur in that yeah. as well. <laughs> so, like, you know, maybe uh, Brian B. Blur could come back uh, to the WWE and be the manager of... Bianca Beller, yeah. and they can reform the Killer Bees in a in a different timeline. Yeah, but for now they're well, not hopefully not in your loft anymore. Um, but they were little bastards. Yeah, the, yeah, they've hey, uh, they've seen to, to pollinate some flowers. Leave them alone. 
Oh, you say that, but I have been doing some research and I have contacted pest control in the local area and carpenter bees are wall pollinators. Mm. Do they so not do something else though? No, they st- Annoying. what they do is they steal nectar in for themselves. You know, they don't... So they don't, they don't make honey? No, they don't do so out like that. Bees, there's regular bees. I've never even heard of a carpenter bee. This seems to be a recurring thing, but before my mum pointed them out, like, oh yeah, those carpenter bees, I had no fucking clue what a carpenter bee was. Um, yeah, I've never you even know. heard of those. Yeah, they, uh, they basically chew, not eat, through wood. So if you've got, like, old wood in your home, particularly the loft or things like that, they say if you, if you fear that there's going to be, like, carpenter bees, what you've got to do is treat the wood, fill in any gaps, and paint it, because apparently that stops them. Uh, may I remind everybody that I actually did recently decorate the loft and I treated and painted the skirting boards where they've been coming from beneath. So, yeah, it don't quite work all that well if you don't get some decent killer and spray it down beforehand, which is what I I did from B&Q the other day. I did a quick Google and apparently you're not supposed to kill them. Yeah, but that's what I got told because pest control won't come and remove them. Because they hang out in what wall numbers well, Brian, and all this fucking shit. Oh, shut up! Shut up! They're just annoying. <laughs> to, right. To be honest with you, I didn't want to kill them either. Was, I wanted them removed. To be fair, he was, he yeah. was upset about it. But I said, look, at the end of the day, it needs doing, doesn't it? So you've just kind of got to grit your teeth and bear yeah. it. Yeah, and I have allergies. Like I don't know if I have a bee allergy, but I have other allergies, <laughs> and I don't know. Like I'm not. I'm not risking like. My, Brian, getting stung in my face you, one. Have you ever been stung? I've never been stung in my life. Yeah, you want to see so, death like, when she gets I, I'm just, all, all I'm saying is, is that... I 29 years of age without getting stung, Brian, and then it happened. And one of the things was I was worried that I would be allergic to it. But I wasn't. It just fucking hurt a lot. Yeah, well, here's he, he's, he's my story. It's like, yeah, I still don't want to be fucking stung regardless, like, but... I, I I still am paranoid about that. But I also got chased by a bee swarm when I was like seven years old. Fucking leave me alone, okay? I don't like bees. That's what I you do. Get. I don't like to kill them, but I don't like them. That's what you get from having the initials <laughs> BB. They were like, oh, hello, you're one of us. One of us, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, his story's been blown wide open. Can we get to Hogwild, Yes, let's do it. This card is absolutely stacked, Brian. Uh, actually, no, Beth, you can give us a count in if you can remember how to count after being stung by a wasp and crying about it. Um, it doesn't hurt, ladies and gents, just in case you've not been stung. Ever it in does, your life. but not as bad as a tattoo. So no. Tattoos you know. are way worse. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I w- I'm not going to go through the card. We went through it a few weeks ago, well, a few episodes ago. Uh, and obviously, we'll talk about it as it's going down. But obviously, every tile is on the line tonight. Uh, Hogan is going to make his return as well. The Outsiders will be in the, it's the second match in WCW. And yeah, this is going to be stacked like heck. So join us. For the watch along, uh, WB Network or Peacock, you, you know what you're doing. Uh, if it's there on Peacock, yes, it's, there's every possibility that it won't be. Uh, Beth counters in, uh, and we'll press play, and we'll continue to talk shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do on these what podcasts. We do, yes. I feel like doing a Thunderbirds countdown. Like four, three, two, one. Thunderbirds are go. Alright, that's your play. Okay. I was going to say, that was the official countdown, wasn't it? it you weren't was, just yeah. being sarcastic. Right, right, I press play. <laughs> I was going to say, it's fucking bikes, not space shuttles, by the way. 
Yeah, I know, but I just, you know, the background looked like a bit Tracy Islandish. Oh, yeah, it did a little bit. Yeah, good spot. Good spot. Whoa. Uh, by the way, this, this is my surprise, Mark, because I said I wasn't going to do this, but uh, I'm a lot better, so I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm sweating my fucking ass off. I need a cool drink. I'm drinking the Triple H. Oh, here we go. Brian's going to be pissed yeah. in an hour. It, it, it is the final one. Uh, I still got another Gower horn. I wasn't actually doing these. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say. Top rope, test, test, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll never get that endorsement. No. Um, yeah, I've already tried the Gower horn. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this, I'm fucking partly dreading. But... Uh, You'll be fine. Yeah, I didn't actually... Oh, so after the last time, like, I've not held it up to the mic. It actually is open now, so I don't want another spillage. You know what? That just tastes like a really strong lager to me. Yeah, so a triple is a, it's a, like, it's kind of lager, isn't it? Uh, Belgian lager, yeah. I'm assuming. I know it's Belgian. Yeah. And I'm just pouring it into my glass now. Oh, that's a lot of head. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good year, 96. Great year for wrestling. Look at Dusty. What the f What the fuck is he wearing? Fucking hell. <laughs> that's a, a double denim it disaster, but very on trend for the time. He looks like he should be part of the village people. He kind of looks like what Britney Spears was wearing at that time, too. <laughs> What, 1996? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know when she came out, but she wore a lot of double denim and those hats. She was 99, wasn't she? 2000. I yeah, feel, something like I that. I feel like Hit Me Baby One More Time was like 96, 97. No, 96 was Earth Song. Was it? Yeah. I'm going to have to Google this. 96 was Earth Song. 97, Stranger in Moscow. She was about 2000, I promise you, love. <laughs> I'm promising you because, yeah. You know why. <laughs> Mark had a thing for Pu puberty. Spears. Puberty happened. Yeah. Britney right. was in the right place at the right time. We're also mocking what Dusty Rhodes is wearing, but we're not, we haven't actually pointed out what Tony Schiavone's wearing yeah. here. Uh, or you his know, fake tattoo that looks like a Liverpool crest. Yeah, exactly. That is oh. what my initial thought was. Oh, like, Dusty's pointed at it now. <laughs> yeah, that's the Liverbird, baby. <laughs> 1998. 98, alright. Oh, here we go. Well, you were both two years off. Yeah. Hey, WCW Cruiserweight title here on the we line. Go. We're starting off massive here. Uh, 5,000 people at this capacity, and I don't think any of them paid. Well, to be honest with you, they have a really fucking shit view, because it's a thing with things like this. If you like, If you're at a festival... You, anybody in a festival can see the people on stage, the musicians, the comedians, whatever, whatever acts on stage it is. Usually, you're able to see them. That's a. It doesn't quite work for wrestling, does it? No, not really. No, uh, unless the ring is elevated. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem to be that way. But oh yeah, we've got Ultimo Dragon coming out here now. I only know Ultimo Dragon from his. Uh, WWE days, and let's just say they weren't great. So, no. uh, I'm actually looking forward to this though, because I've heard a lot about him. He's obviously got a uh, big notoriety. I mean, everyone's seen that image with him with, with the hundred fucking title belts or whatever it were. Yeah. 
Not a Photoshop one like the Triple H one or the John Cena one. But, uh, you know, so he is obviously a big deal in the world of wrestling. And by the way, the ring is actually elevated. Oh, right. I just noticed that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Ultimo, well, they're calling him Ultimate Dragon for some reason. Uh, but yeah, he was pretty good in WCW from what I remember. And this, this should be a, an absolute fucking screamer of a match. It is elevated, you're right, yeah. So I'll take that back. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these guys are just like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing here. But I've got beer. I got beer and a cigar, and I'm here with my cousin, brother, sister. What? <laughs> and they had to stop using the word hog, because hog is a trademark of Harley Davidson. Wow. He wanted to get a sponsorship uh, and an agreement for licensing with WCW but they won't go for it so they had to change it obviously from 97 onwards to uh, Road Wild so Ray is obviously fine after his traumatic head injury yes his lawn dart incident yeah yeah he shook it off yeah it was so funny like he just jumped at, I think it was Scott Hall and Nash. it was like he was was it Nash he just looked like a little teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of the long dart itself? Uh, it looked pretty dangerous, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, it looked fucking... But if you actually slow it down, you can actually see uh, Ray put his hands out at the last minute just to stop any impact uh, with the trailer with his head. It was really fucking clever how we did it. Yeah. Oh, we got Mike Tanay on the uh, commentary team. Yeah, it's... Uh... He's kind of like the in international fucking correspondent for WCW at this point, isn't he? So he gives yeah. all the uh, all the info on Ultimate Dragon. Wait, um, well, didn't he didn't he commentate on the Cruiserweight match in uh, Bash of the Beach? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who were in that now. That was Rey Mysterio on Dimalenko. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, you Gotta know, say... Spider Man. You know the uh, yeah. You know the referee that we didn't know the name of in WCW that's been on TV yeah. fairly recently? I know his name now. Go on. Can't find him anywhere on the internet. Pee Wee Anderson. <laughs> Fucking hell, what a name. Yeah, that, that's probably why we can't find him on the internet because everybody's just like, nah, come on. Yeah, he, he, he obviously didn't want to be associated with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. And yeah. if you actually look at Pee Wee Herman's uh, little dodgy track record... I wouldn't want to be associated with that guy either. Yeah, bit of an iffy, bit of an odd character. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Don't. He's odd. Well, we, um, yeah, there's a. Uh, he's been a very naughty boy. Let's just say. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. We've by got... the way, Mike, Mike, Mike just said Spider-Man. He wasn't just pointing things out. He, you know, he, he, he left no context with that. Ray is wearing a Spider-Man mask. Yeah. Yeah, we do have to and add context for those that might not be watching, but of course, we know everybody watches along on our Watch Along podcast, especially ones involving Beth. <laughs> I'm have confident. to now. I'm confident. Yeah, so why is he dressed as Spider-Man? He's, ah, got, he's, he's got spiders on his boots. It's just his get-up. This has always been a re recurring thing with Rey Mysterio. He's a massive comic book fan, so yeah. now and then he will just bring this out. Like, there were one WrestleMania where he dressed up as Captain America, but Interesting. He, he was like half America, half Mexico. Oh, there's a blow-up doll in the, in, the, in the... There we go. One of the sex ones that's got holes. How can he wrestle like with that on? That can't be comfortable. 
Which one? Ultimate Dragon or yeah. Rey Mysterio? Ultimate no wrestling gear is comfortable. I'm just thinking, obviously, like if there was any kind of holds involving his shoulders, the costume's going to get in the way. Not really. It's very, very not flimsy material. Well, yeah, it kind of is, but it just... It looks like satin, which is very slippery. That's a good thing in wrestling, slipperiness. You could all... You could... <laughs> <laughs> There's another word for slipperiness. Moist. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jesus we... Christ, the pace has just picked up out of nowhere. Yeah. These two are like lightning. They are very quick. Ultimate Dragon must be in his 30s here as well. Like, was Rey Mysterio's yeah. like fucking, what, 20? Something like that. Yeah, we were talking. We talked a while ago, didn't we, about Ray and his uh, his attires and stuff. And he has um oh, I forgot the fucking thing now. I forgot what I'm gonna say. Jim Carrey played him in Batman Forever. Ridley. Oh, the Riddler. Riddler. Here's a Riddler. Um, get up. Oh, cool. It's really smart. Oh yeah, he he always wears the question marks. Mm -hmm. As you can see there. Big drop oh, kick. Oh, nice drop kick. <laughs> on the scale, Brian? Yeah, he's a new guy. Come on. Yeah, don't worry about uh, an eight, that. Nice. You know, it weren't, it weren't like... The thing, the thing is with it, it was a snappy drop kick. Yeah. It, it didn't have much elevation to it, but it, snap, it was snappy and it looked good. I mean, when I imagined drop kicking uh, Beth, that's how I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have worn the mask and everything just to make it look a little bit more legitimate because Running nobody will believe me. Oh, my God. Lovely. Very, very, very nice. That, if you actually noticed when he picked him up, Ray actually did slip a little bit, so I really thought he was going to land on the back of his neck, but he managed just to land it perfectly. Figure four. Ultimo Dragon. Henri Mysterio. Nick Patrick speaking to them both. Uh, in whatever language Nick Patrick talks, which is usually bullshit. He's fluent in bullshit, so it's probably that. The captions will come up foreign language. <laughs> Speaks in foreign. <laughs> oh, ironically, I ain't got the subtitles on, so I've got no context from the uh, from the commentators here. I don't know why it's done that. So I'll have to put them on now. Done. Sonny Ono at ringside as well, wearing what looks like uh, one of them Russian hats that with the flaps that cover your ear, except he's rolled them up. So now you can see the um, the inner lining, which is almost like woolen. Uh, seriously, with that hat and the glasses, he looks like he's about to fly a, pa uh, a plane. Yeah. <laughs> No, I could actually believe that it, uh, where everyone else came on a bike, he, he flew in on a crop duster. <laughs> oh well, this is WCW. You've got to be, you've got to be, um, you've got to be racially stereotypical, and and you know, he rode a what did he ride on the way down here? Because he wanted to rode an American motorcycle. Wasn't oh he? no, yeah, some kind of Japanese machine. In the background, about somebody having a brain tumor. Are they? Oh, yeah. I don't know. 
Did you pick that up, Brian? Or, um, nope, Captain? completely missed it. Oh. Completely missed it. It didn't even say anything. Ooh. That was like a nice, like, torture rack type maneuver. Yeah. But it went, it, he landed into a, like, a backbreaker or a sidebreaker of some yeah. sort. Yeah. It was really fucking gnarly. I mean, these guys are doing moves that you don't see nowadays. No. And you think, like, these guys really did pave the way for the the most common style in wrestling of today. Apparently Ukraine have just scored a screamer. <laughs> oh yeah, we've all got Euro fever at the moment. Yes, Euro fever. Football is back. And, and there's no vaccine for that. <laughs> so if we do bring up the Euros... We have to apologise, guys. We we don't get to talk much outside of the podcast. Like we we message each other Ow. and all that. But we like to have a good chat in depth in person, yeah. or as close to in person as possible. Um, and we haven't really spoken much about the Euros, so we might pepper in a few thoughts as we High go risk. on. Oh, Whoa! Fucking right give us a replay, yeah. please. Gotta have that from a different angle, surely. Yeah. And again, with with the ring elevator as well, that's a, that's a bigger drop. Yes, yes, easily what maybe three feet higher. Yeah. Oh, like and for Ray Mysterio, that's like six feet because it's so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, we need a replay. Although they're probably showing at the end, I suppose. But yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't even tell what move that was. Yeah, that's it. it. I think it were. I think it were a, cro a, a flying crossbody. Yeah. But it might have been a, a Torpe suicider, suicider, as um, our boy Excalibur on AEW calls it, and that's why I just call it now. That's it. It's a Torpe suicider. It's not a, a diving moonsault or whatever. A suicide dive. Oh, Ooh. nice. I don't think they're going to show that replay. No. Uh, like I said, I think we might get it at the end. They're yeah. probably scrambling around trying to find the uh, the correct angle. <laughs> I mean, just from the hard cam, actually, you'd probably have a decent angle. But you want to know if he sort of springboarded or anything like that. Yeah. Like he is now. Oh, drop oh! Referee, get out my way. Trying on the way out now. 619. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Stupendous. Oh, agility. Yeah, it's so athletic and gymnastic. So from the fake out of what, what people affectionately know as the 619 now, he got on the outside, uh, still on, holding on to the ropes. He pulled himself back up and then decided to just sort of go back out again with a flying crossbody to the outside. Both Both boys down now. I think Dragon might have landed on Ray's head, to be honest. Reversal in the ring here. Woo! German. Oh, German suplex. Back to the basics. See, if you really want to get me invested into any kind of wrestling match, it could be the most boring match if you want to win me back. Pull out a German suplex. Yeah. <laughs> it is just such... 
It's a simple looking move, but it always looks fucking good. Yeah. No matter who pulls it out, like, it just... I, I've never, ever seen, like, a really badly botched German. Moonsault. Top rope moonsault on Rey Mysterio. Two. He's kicked out at two. I really love this style. Yeah, the Cruiserweight style is it's one so, of the best. It's so quick and fluid and... It's different from everything else what you're seeing on WCW at this time as well. It's like a dance. Oh, reverse the powerbomb. Now, you just called it a dance. Um, Mike, you're going to have to censor her for that because otherwise we'll end up having Taz or some fucking old-timer getting into (laughs) everybody DM saying, it's not a dance. (laughs) You know, quite frankly, I do not want an angry Taz giving us a DM. I'll just sort him out. It's all right. Talk about Frankensteiner, but it's blocked off. Yeah, she'll just say, you were the worst of the uh, cartoon characters. Hannah Barbary were it, or Disney, I can't fucking remember. Three, (laughs) and Ray's won it. He's won it. Frankensteiner from the top rope. Really, really good match. It was pretty good, that. It was pretty good. The the thing is, is that it was flashy, but it didn't go too long. No. So they've left a lot of room to advance on that, which is a really good thing. Especially it's the first match that we've seen of these two. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure they've, they've wrestled before this. They have to have done... Was was Ultimo Dragon ever in ECW, do you know? I think he was everywhere, weren't he? I think he's been been, been in every promotion. Yeah, because I can imagine that they probably would have had a match in ECW if he's been there. But... Ultimo Dragon, what the fuck is that? This would have been the first match on like American TV, so... Well, not American TV, but pay-per-view... Fucking the sweat on Nick Patrick's face as he made the count. You barely fucking. Yeah, but he barely fucking moves Nick Patrick. Have you seen him referee before? (laughs) Yeah, but you know when you're a guy of a certain size, Bri, it just happens. Nah, I suppose. I just like to shit on Nick Patrick, and you're bringing logic into this, Beth. (laughs) Yeah, she don't get it. She don't get our disdain for Nick Patrick. Why do you hate him? You will. You will at some point. He's a prick. He legitimately is a prick. But why? Well, there's multiple what? reasons. Like him as a person or him as his character? The main reason why is because of what he did at Stike Aid 1997. Hogan but he's a, real, he's a real ice shyster. He's always a fucking... He's a moron. But what did he do? He was told to do a fast count. So he did a normal count and completely fucked up the storyline. Oh. The whole storyline which had been building since this point. The wow. payoff was Starkey in 97, Hogan versus Sting. Yeah. Oh and all he's done uh, ever since then is repeatedly like, say, yeah, he does remember, and then he doesn't remember, and he does remember, and he doesn't remember, and he blames everybody else under the sun by himself. Yeah. But he's done other shit. Like, I, I, I've read so many stories, particularly from his WWE time. Obviously, I don't know much about his w, uh, WCW time, but in WWE... During WWE, there were so many people that hated working with the guy. Mm-hmm. And to saying like in the ring, just saying because he's unprofessional. No, but why would he's they just keep really... him on? Pardon? Why would they keep him on? Uh, they only kept him on for like two or three years, something like that, before they let him go. I think it, it was just because of his notoriety, because it was WCW's top referee essentially, and WWE at that time would were constantly trying to tap into the WCW market. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they owned it, but they, they were constantly trying to put WCW 
uh, like just these little reminders of WCW on TV to keep that WCW contingent of fans. Uh, it never fucking worked, but they gave it the old college try, as they say. But if you want to talk about people being fucking unprofessional in WWE, that's a really long list, and there's still people that are really unprofessional to this day that have somehow managed to keep their jobs. Some have been recently released, thank God, but... I think they've all got yeah. dirt on Vince, and that's why they couldn't I, be fired. <laughs> to be honest with you, that there is a story about R-Truth, why he's always had a shot in WWE. Apparently he's got some kind of dirt on Vince McMahon. Uh, I've heard that. I don't know any more about about it than that. So the, the thing is, as well though, he is he is talented. He's uh, I did like him, especially well when he was in TNA. I liked him more, but um, he must be getting on a bit now. Uh, just doing the research on Ultimo Dragon versus Rey Mysterio, and they hadn't faced off against each other according to CageMatch.net prior to this. Wow. However. They were tag teaming in Japan all through 1996, from the start of 1996. So they were a tag team. Right, so you, you can definitely tell they had some kind of background yeah, with each yeah. other, just how perfect it was. Chemistry yeah. and everything like that. If you're a tag team, yeah. you're probably training together and all sorts, aren't you? Sparring and all that, so... Of course. Yeah. It, it's shown through. We've got Ice Train versus Flash... Uh, Scott Flash Norton, sorry. I, I, I cussed somebody out for that a few weeks ago. Scott Flash Norton. I'll get it right. Yeah, was it Gene Oakland said Scott Norton, the Flash? Yes, uh. and I go and fuck up. I owe Gene Oakland an apology. <laughs> so yeah, Ice Train versus Scott Norton. It's a shame that they broke up already. They've not been going long, but... Remember what I was saying about... Uh, Randy Savage's attire a few weeks ago that it looked like the opening credits are said by the bell <laughs> yeah Scott Norton's attire here yes it's that is the same a said by the bell yes and there is history between wrestling and said by the bell uh, Vader appeared in an episode did he? he did yes wow. uh, he was somebody's dad okay then and he was a wrestler by the way <laughs> so uh, Forgive me for asking, and obviously, listeners, if I come across as horrible, I do, I do apologise. But what weight category is this? Uh, this will be uh, a heavyweight match. Yeah, yeah. right. But they don't so, really say uh, not not border not borderline super heavyweight. Uh, these two, like I know some people will consider them super heavyweights. I think they will be considered super heavyweights in Japan, but they're not that big. Like uh, Norton is a bit burly. Um, so my thing is, obviously, they're very muscular on their arms and their legs and their chest, but when it comes to their stomachs, they almost look like they have beer bellies. Yeah. Some uh, proper like that. Scott Steiner would yeah. like that as well. Yeah, proper uh, rugby, rugby player type body. Yeah. It's the and way some people are built sometimes. I just, I just yeah, find it they, interesting they basically, think that they would be trying to be as lean as possible, but around the middle, they're very thick. Yeah, but he's he's a, he's a strong man. Strong men always have bellies. Always. Yeah. You can't have a thin a thin stomach and be a strong man. You can't do it. I know, but it doesn't look like it's muscle. Well, it is. <laughs> you'd punch it and you'd break your hand. Really? And he would just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's also the um, the possibility that oh. these type these these type of wrestlers are getting shots because they look different to everybody else. Yeah. They stand out. Yeah. 
Like, this is, I, I don't think there's anybody that looks like Scott Norton on WCW TV at this time. No, not like, at all. Not that, fr- not that frame, anyways. You'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that was in, in WCW at all that looked like that, to be honest. Well, the guy who's trying yeah. now, they yeah, have a very true. similar physique. Yeah. But he, he, he is more lean. But, yeah, you, you are right, though. Which is probably why they were paired together. Mm. But... Make no mistakes. These guys, <laughs> these guys can wrestle. They are really, really good. Like if, if you like, like what what they would call horse fights, you know this is well up your alley. Um, I do like a horse fight when it's done well. It's really, really entertaining. Mm. But they're also if they're done bad, they're really fucking bad. Yeah. But these two were a really, really good tag team together, and we've seen them. Uh, we, I don't think we've seen them square off yet, but we've seen them like do little bits and bobs together. Well, well we saw each them, other, we say. saw them square off. Um, yeah, and it was a draw, weren't it? And they were that impressed with each other, they decided to form a tag team. And now the story ah, is yes. that they're you're uh, right. Yeah, that Norton thinks that Ice Train cost them a match, so they fell out, and then Norton started saving Ice Train. Uh, because he doesn't want him to get injured, he's going to do the injuring at this event, even though Ice Train is now subsequently injured <laughs> because his bandage is all over his arm. Yes, context, folks. Uh, yeah, Ice Train's arm's completely mangled, or they're giving the impression that it's mangled. So, basically, Scott Norton saved him, but he didn't. No, he didn't. No. I, I, I wouldn't be calling on that guy, you know, if I, if I am in an emergency. Because <laughs> clearly he's done a bad job. <laughs> he was on um, Dark Side of the Ring, weren't he? A couple of weeks ago for the uh, yeah. collision in Korea. Fucking hell, that I, story. You know, oh! I still haven't... Really good power sound there. Yes. I still haven't watched any of this season's Dark Side. Oh, oh, it's, oh get it done. Get it done. Again, the, uh, preoc- being preoccupied, it, it it kind of just throws me off thinking about these kind of things. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't watch a lot of telly these days. When we do, it's just mindless stuff like New Girl, for example. But um, that is like top list viewing. Beth actually told me today or yesterday where it that, that it's it's now finished until September, and she she was more upset than I were. Oh, it's tapped out. Okay. Ice Train has tapped out to an arm bar on the dodgy arm, obviously, and Scott Norton's not letting it go. So he didn't tap out. Uh, the referees just said that it's a... Um, I don't know what the word is. The referees ended the contest. Ah. Uh, well, that's a shame. No, it actually just said, just said uh, Scott Norton wins. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's a shame because I expected more from those guys. But you only got a few minutes; you can't really do much with it. No, that's true. Let me. I've got to say, this is actually not a bad um, setup, really, is it? It does. If you want to look at things, uh, look at arenas that look different. I mean. I know this isn't an arena per se, but, you know, a venue, uh, that's the correct word. Lo- you may lose us for a couple of seconds, Brian, don't worry. Uh, 
Yeah, they're, they're recapping the, uh... But basically what's everything, uh, everything that's happened with Arn Anderson and the Four Horsemen recently, you know, uh, Arn Anderson, uh, getting hurt and all that, and Rick Flair is just talking about how, just how good of friends they are, really, uh, just general stuff. I'm just talking off the cuff here, guys, because, uh, death is sought revenge against me and Mark for uh, for neglecting her on the last watch along that we did together and has neglected the podcast <laughs> but Mark has decided to do it himself as well so yeah and I don't know how to fill in these moments I could just say moist 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 oh best back <laughs> oh can you hear me Brian I can hear you now yes right so you're just having an issue where you're coming through the speakers rather than our headphones Oh, bloody hell. Headphones. You are very loud right now. So you saying moist is quite funny. Yeah, I'm not going to continue with it. We've got uh, dedicated listeners and I don't want to put them off from listening any further. I blame Mark for the technical issues. He did jinx it really, didn't he? Okay, we should be back now. Yeah, we are. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, I hope Mike didn't hear what I was talking about. Heard it all. You know, I don't... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you were coming through the speaker instead of our uh, earphones. So sorry, Brian, just give us a quick recap about what Rick was saying about Arn. Oh, basically, um, it was just a package with Rick for reaffirming his relationship with Arn Anderson. Because obviously Arn recently got injured and that I think like selling up... Uh, the idea that Arn's career is basically in jeopardy. That's well cheap. Uh, oh, that's not. <laughs> but I'm going to say, what? The, They're selling some the, merchandise. Ah. The, uh, oh, it's been sold by Jimmy Hart. I don't want it now. Buy these Hogwarts jackets! XL only. The Battle of the Bikes. So this is going to be the uh, this is going to be the women's match. Bull Nakano versus. Oh my god, that is so cheap! You see what they've done in the hills. Yeah. They tried to do the Hollywood thing, yeah. like saying Sturgis, but um, I think they've just done it using rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't tried stacking them up because obviously that ain't going to work. They've just uh, written it in in the grass with the rocks. Yeah, it just didn't it. it Lame. It didn't look good. Lame. Yeah. It was lame. It was lame. <laughs> oh, finally. Fucking someone coming out on a fat hog. So that's Sonny Ono driving the... Oh, uh, Bona Cano again. Her. She looks like a troll. <laughs> I won't say that to her. <laughs> she's oh, yeah, fucking... She my ass. Oh, uh, she's a fucking badass. She's going to bully Medusa all over Sturgis now. Yeah, I see Sonny Ono's come out on some kind of Japanese machine. Ah, yes, see, that's what we were going to say earlier. Yeah, you have to be politically, uh, sorry, racially stereotypical. Of course you do. But as we've discussed yeah. on the podcast in the past, he's from America. He's American. I know, but it's obviously his heritage. It's, it's a very long uh, and 
I, I don't know. I don't know how far back his heritage is, but the fact of the matter is, he couldn't speak. He can't speak the language. He's American. <laughs> he considers himself American. Yeah, he's basically as Japanese as what Roddy Piper was Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> I I brought that to a friend of mine recently because he thought um, Roddy Piper was Scottish, and I went, "Well, he's not Scottish. He's from fucking Saskatchewan in yeah, Canada." Canada. Yeah. Yeah, he's not coming out. Ooh, oh, nah, you know, he's not saying you know, that I've anything never heard like this. Say that town in Canada's name out loud, Brian. I didn't even know it was pronounced like that. So well done. Oh, I love Canada. I absolutely love Canada. So oh, of just, course I'm going to get it right. <laughs> just wait for uh, WCW 2000 when they rename the United States title. Oh, nice. Is that for Landstorm, Brian? Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. You can just tell she's going to get her ass kicked. I don't know, Medusa's quite tough herself. Yeah, yeah. She will, even oh. in context, if you want to say context in context. Win, she's not a diva. She's not a WWE diva. She's a she's like a kickboxing champion. This whole American versus, there's, there's definitely yeah, there's some undertones bound, here. Yeah, there's bound to be some USA chance here as well. Oh, use of the nunchucks. Another racially stereotypical, I mean, ref. Hello? Right, I might be behind a couple of seconds here because I had a little bit of buffering. Okay. Um, typical. It's the first buffer of the of the, uh, of the watch along so far, so done pretty good. <laughs> Medusa thing. nearly took off. She went fucking spinning round that many times. <laughs> oh, fist right in the fucking mat. Ow. Jesus fucking oh, Christ. Man. Yeah, Paul McConnell is absolutely tearing at Medusa, a new one. Uh, and just, just for reference, we're hitting 56, 57, 58, 34 minutes here for time, code, reasons, things. Facing the mat again. Happy days. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm literally like a second behind, so it's not too bad. <laughs> what a unique kick out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for for context for the listeners, uh, Paul McConnell did the cocky pin where they put where she put one foot on the chest of Medusa just to keep her down and Medusa kicked her in the bum yeah just kicked her bum yep without even looking no. that was really clever <laughs> it kind of reminded me uh, you know the um, I-, I can't remember which jackass movie it were where uh, Johnny Knoxville kicked Wee Man in the dick oh yeah but he just yeah he just he, he swings his leg out and just to the left taps him in the dick without even looking he's just looking straight head on <laughs> it's brilliant yeah it was kind of like that Medusa but yeah, this, is this is what I'm going to say to Beth uh, at the start of the match. Uh, in the con- context of the contest, um, Medusa would do everything she can to try and win this match, which is what a wrestler is supposed to do. Oh. But in terms of putting the match together... Um, yeah, but it's already predisposed. She, she will do... Ev- no, I what I mean is... I don't see the fact that they're going to have a very American hog wild and send out a woman wrestling in the Stars and Stripe and not let her win. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, no, it's probably going to happen, but... But, yeah, it, it's like Medusa will give it, it... In the context of the match, in the context of the way they put it together, she would... She would make sure that she gets her shit into... Yeah. Basically, Bull Nakano would make her look good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just... Um... Right. And... Fucking hell, Bull Nakano's her now. <laughs> it looks like she's wearing uh, 
an Indian headdress. She kind of looks like she's look in good. Dragon Ball Z. I was going to say that, she's but... She's gone Super were like, Saiyan. Yeah, it, that's <laughs> the correct term. I was never like a Dragon Ball Z fan, but I thought, oh shit, that might be... There might be some racial undertones if I said that, so uh, thanks for bailing me out, Beth. <laughs> I, I just went Indian headdress as if there isn't racial undertones with that as well. That's it. Yeah. It didn't matter which way you were going to go, it were all racial. Yeah. But not in a yeah. bad way. It's understanding. It is looking a little bit more Flatter normal. now. <laughs> Medusa trying uh, a few kicks, but one kick from Bull Meccano. Close that attempt is ducked. Medusa up. Oh, not bad. Yeah, really. And a really, really cocky pin. She's over though. The crowd are fucking. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. See, here's the thing that Medusa uh, brings. She, br she brings believability. Yeah. Like, that would legit fucking knock your dick still. <laughs> oh, so that Jesus Christ! That clothesline by Bona Cano. Wait, clothesline like an elbow. It looked fucking rough. I think it was both. But you're right. It's just stiff as fuck. German. Oh. And she's got a lot of strength as well. They're not matched weight wise, are they? No. If I was to ask you, uh, Beth, what do you think Medusa does for a living nowadays? And, yeah, she's still got, like, appearances in wrestling. She's not actually wrestling or it like that. Oh, she... Bonacano won. No, maybe not. She did not get her. I, I think okay, she probably she a had personal her. trainer. Or if she's still into her fitness, like, her physique is great. She's still into her do fitness. You know, do you know what she does now, Mark? I don't have a clue, mate, no. She's a monster truck driver. Oh, of course she is. Fucking hell. I, I did know that. You did? Yeah. yeah. She was a monster truck driver while she was in WCW. Wow. Yeah. They had a WCW monster truck. She drove it. Yeah. That, that's basically her main career nowadays. Like, she does monster truck racing and everything. Oh, Bull Nakano's won this time. No. Th that no, was, the referees no. disagree. No, maybe not. No. Oh, for fuck's sake. She this is confusing. Won. She thinks she's won, so they're going to go and trash the bike. That's twice that's happened now. But oh, don't destroy that bike. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's a Barbie bike, that. Oh, she's throwing rocks at Sonny Ono. I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> that before. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, got the sledgehammer. Now. Oh, and the... Kawasaki is getting leathered by Medusa, even though Medusa apparently lost. Oof. What a heel! That could explode. I don't think it will, mate. Bobby, you're being a bit dramatic there. You don't fuck with a woman's bike. Gotta be honest, I mean it's getting sledgehammered, but it's standing up, it's it's doing pretty well. <laughs> it's not going over, is no. it? No. Medusa, here's a tip. Go and get a monster truck. Do it properly. That's what we want to see. Yeah, you know, yeah. just, I said that as she just pushes it over, she's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Fuck it. Oh no, back with the sledgehammer. Back with the sledgehammer. Right, she's just she just hit the pipe. Like, come on, we want you to hit the bodywork properly. 
Right, she's hitting this with all the intensity of a child opening a Christmas present that has got way too much sellotape on it. <laughs> Put some effort into it, love. <laughs> I've got to be honest as well, I still think that'll run. I think it'd be fine. Yeah, that'll be Probably. fine, exactly. And it wasn't a Kawasaki, it was a Honda. They, they did just sort of pan into the sponsor. <laughs> is Honda a Japanese bike? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, they don't just make bikes, obviously they make cars. Yeah. I have no idea when it comes to that stuff. You were thinking Kawasaki, I was just thinking Yamaha. You I never think they make that was keyboards, Scott Brian. Fucking hell. <laughs> Scott Steiner. Yamaha. Hold on a minute, Yamaha do make bikes as well. they make everything. Yeah, like... I, I was going to say, you should know that. <laughs> I do. The Steiner brothers are playing... What are they playing? Leisure Suit Larry, that's what they're playing. No, that's what Scott's playing. Yeah. <laughs> they're really pushing the merch, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Close up of one of the fans in Sturgis and that's Eat why. my what? Somebody's dust. got an animal on their head? Yeah. It's eat my dust. Alright. Oh, I, I seriously thought it might have said something else because he didn't pan to it. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit of a rude word. No, in Sturgis, it probably could. It probably would have said something like that. Yeah. Eat my moist something, a rude <laughs> Yeah, that's got the word moist on it. Cover it, cover it. Uh, Nick Patrick coming out to D. Malenko's theme. <laughs> the Iceman Nick Patrick. <laughs> the, that. the man of a thousand... Match finishes. Uh, yeah, no, he, he fucking hasn't. <laughs> He's got three. The That's actual me. proper finish, the proper pin, uh, the botch, uh, the botch finish, and the uh, I can't. I can see, but I, you know, I'm gonna pretend that I can't see pin. That's mm. all you can do. God, look at his tie. It's got portraits of the giant and. Remember when I asked you a few weeks ago if that were a kiss shirt or not? It yeah. just showed it at the bottom with the SS on the back. Oh. It could be a kiss shirt, you know. It didn't look like it to me. It, it was definitely the so, SS. Right, right. Seriously, you mentioned the letters SS at a fucking pay-per-view, which is mainly attended by bikers. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, dude. I, I'm not going to lie. My fucking heart just jumped in my throat. I thought, <laughs> oh, crap. That is what we really need here. Okay, so Miss Elizabeth's outfit is awesome and I want it. She's won that a few times. Everybody on this screen is dead. Wow. Yeah, uh, to bring it back, uh, I have nothing, but I just want to pan away from what you just said, Mark, because that is bleak. <laughs> pretty dark. It is pretty dark, but it's it's worth remembering the, 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 the terrible things that happened to everybody on that screen. Yeah. Including Elizabeth. I know. But we're not here for that. Just like we're not here from selling mortgages. I sound bitter, don't I? But I'm not. Yeah. It's just it's time that I'll never get back. What's this mortgage thing? I'm. I'm it's oh, it's fucking Conrad, Conrad Thompson. He he runs a mortgage pro, uh, company. And Does he? Like every five. Does he, Brian? I didn't know that. <laughs> Apparently so. Same with Conrad. Um, yeah, but apparently it's like every five fucking minutes in the podcast is yeah. like, you know, any loose opportunity for a segue, he will fucking take it. Yep. 
you can skip the first four minutes of every podcast, the very first four minutes, because okay. it's just adverts. Yes, yeah, it's uh, fucking awful. So, from what I've seen of Dean Malenko, which wasn't a lot, but from before, these guys should be pretty well matched. Oh, yeah, this this should be a yeah, good contest. Very a wrestling similar. contest. Yeah, that's a really good spot of yours, uh, uh, Beth. As a, an untrained wrestling fan, you, 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 you've hit the nail right on the head, because these two have a very similar style. Mm. They both are methodical. I said that when they're actually just a fast-paced start and just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. What's going on there? But they will slow the pace down. They really will. And actually wrestle. That's storytelling one on one. Straight away. Someone's asking if Mongo is one of the best units that the Four Horsemen have ever seen. Say that again. Somebody on commentary asked if Mongo was the best unit of the horsemen they've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, I'm guessing that was uh, Tony Schiavone asking Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Though, you know what? Uh, Dusty Rhodes could have said that because he does have some weird verbiage. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Right, I've had one good Dusty impression on this. I'm not trying it again. Because my Dusty, Impr- I've tried Dusty impressions before and, and I don't do it well, but I did that one off the cuff earlier and I'm like, yep, that was a good one. Yeah. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> well, if there was any unit in the Four Horsemen, it was probably going to be Ric Flair's, weren't it? <laughs> yeah, true that. Going back, going back to what you were saying earlier on about Flair's package. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I was wondering who the fuck you were talking to. I was on about his video package. You were just on about his <laughs> Yeah, you didn't say video package. You said Flo's package. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> and all in my head, I was just thinking, her, her, Flo's package. Uh, there was actually a meme that I, I found on uh, on Facebook the other day, Beth. Uh, you're, you are a Frasier fan like I am. I don't know if Mark yeah. is or not. Right, But you know the, um, uh, the, the classic uh, Frasier quote? I am wounded! Yes. Right? Uh, it was a four panel of that and it, it's just saying woo at the end and <laughs> in each panel he's slowly transitioning into Rick Flair. <laughs> That's it's brilliant. So I could think it's like I am woo Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I might have a Frasier podcast in the works by the way Beth. Interesting. It's it's just trying to get the time. There's a guy that's interested in doing it with me. Um, and it's it has been something I've been wanting to do for a fairly few years. Uh, that and a wrestling podcast. So if I get the two, you know, I'm fine. Again, it's just fucking finding extra time to be able to do it. Now that my rot has changed at work, I might be able to afford a little bit more time to another project. So I'll uh, keep anybody updated if they're interested in that. Mm. I imagine it's probably not going to be interested in that. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Awesome. I'm boring, Mark. I can tell. <laughs> no, you're not. I was, I was just considering opening <laughs> window. I'm fucking boiling. It's, it's a hot, hot, hot day, folks. Yeah, we've got the spirit, uh, the spirit, spirit, the spirit of hog wild here. Like it looks hot in Sturgis here, and it's fucking hot as balls. And, here. And it's not even like it, it's getting dark now. Yeah. What but according to, according to my monitor, according to my computer, it's twenty degrees out. Yeah, it should be there or thereabouts. Yeah. What's it called? Five? Is it five D? 
Yeah. Like you got you get smell of vision and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe you get maybe smell it's 5D. We've got fucking temperature weather. fucking I didn't know this was a 5D TV. So we have slowed it down a little bit now. We're going to get into the technical aspects of both of these Ooh. people's games. That was cool. By the way, you know, we, we haven't really spoken much about this match, but it, it yeah, the best way I can describe it, it is everything you'd expect from these two people. Bridge, absolutely everything. Just as I said earlier on today, oh, I've never seen I've never seen two wrestlers do it apart from Sting and Flair. Now these two have done it. <laughs> yeah. Another bridge. They're being quite fluid for bigger guys. Oh yeah, they're really, really fluid. Yeah, Dean Malenko's meticulous when it comes to that sort of stuff. I mean, you could put these two in any other division in WCW, and it it, it would work. Yeah. You know, I I've, I've said it before. Malenko really could have been a, a WCW champion. Obviously, his limitations, like basically, his uh, his verbiage and uh, weren't up to scratch. But uh, hey, Sorry, didn't what, fucking what, stop what Ben Wall though, did it? In verbiage, basically. He couldn't is cut that, a promo, is and that... Is even a word? That's what they call it in wrestling, they said verbiage. Um, okay. But it is a word, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what they call so it. It's like like someone, someone, someone's got the mic skills, someone hasn't got the mic skills, yada, yada, yada. They also call it verbiage, and Dean Lanko didn't have that, and that is the reason why he never ascended to that level, but they didn't stop Chris Benoit. I mean, Chris Benoit, like, I... He is worse on the mic than fucking Mean Malenko. Well, yeah, and this is the thing with Benoit. He was never, never good at that. But for some Quote reason, he got away yeah. with it. Quote the crippler, no more. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have seen that promo before, Mark, from Starcade 97. Mark's just opening a window, Brian. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, you get the guys, like, obviously, Savage is amazing on a microphone, but half the time the shit he says is nonsensical. Yeah, but... but the, it doesn't need to be sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, fucking... Why, do, why does everybody remember Ultimate Warrior? They don't remember him because of his fucking wrestling skills. They remember him because he had wacky promos and he was a piece of shit. Well, so, that was a... You know, yeah, that was an, in, an interesting dark side to watch recently, Bri. I think you'll... Oh. Uh, Oh, the Ultimate Warrior one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will have to watch that at some point. Oh, that's a wedgie. <laughs> uh, yeah, commentating wrestling. Give your opponent a wedgie. It's usually for leverage. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Benoit was trying to do, though, <laughs> to be honest with you. Obviously, you can see uh, the gentleman wrestlers' uh, bits, so I'm assuming yes. that they don't wear cups. Um, some wrestlers do. Yeah. They must risk some damage, really, like the way they pick, yeah. they pick each so, other up sometimes. Yeah, some, some wrestlers do, and it's blatantly noticeable. Christian! Uh, Christian Cage, he does wear a cup, and you can tell. Mm. There's, there's no way his package is as wide as it fucking seems to be <laughs> on TV. Not that I ever looked down there, but it's just the way his tights are. You can actually just Sometimes see the bulge. Sometimes it's just and, in your face. Yeah, 
Finn Bowers is one that's always in your fucking face. That guy's it, he's hanging. <laughs> you know, him and Randy Orton are the two notorious people in wrestling uh, to show that they're hanging. Apparently, Batista's got a big dick, but you could never tell when he was wrestling. Hey, Obviously, he, he, might, he might be a grower, not a shower. Yeah, exactly. Finn, uh, Finn, Finn, and Randy. You can tell that every time they wrestle, they got a fucking lad on. <laughs> yeah, it's a running joke that about Batista. Everybody always asks, don't they? They're like, "How big is Batista's dick?" They don't call it a dick; they call it something else. No, they said dick. Do they? Yeah, they said dick. Uh, back in the days when I was listening to Bruce Pritchard's uh, uh, something to wrestle with before he before he went back to WWE and became Ultimate Vince McMahon kiss ass, yeah. uh, it was a common question that fans would ask him. And they used to like have witty ways to set it up. They look like they make it seem like he's asking some they're asking something else, and it just goes to how big's Batista's dick. <laughs> And Dean Malenko's kicked out of the Air Canada flying headbutt. Speaking of that, why would fucking uh, why would Bruce Pritchard know that? He's not in the locker room. I mean, wrestlers are just really weird, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know I mean? you could imagine you could imagine Brother Love going into the Batista, uh, Batista's locker room, seeing him fucking naked, he looks at his dick, he sees this huge fucking song there, it's like I love you. <laughs> I don't believe that's ever happened, but I'm pretty sure that's what fans think happens in wrestling sometimes. <laughs> They've got this obsession with Batista's dick. Tombstone. Oh, pal driver. Tombstone pal driver. You're right about Patrick. He's fucking a different, Yeah. A different variation of the tombstone, by the way, because he didn't land on his knees, he landed forward. Yeah, but his that head was fucking, underneath. Oh, well, that, to be honest with you, that's where you want it to be if you're going to land forward yeah, like that. Want it. Yeah. Don't took it if you're taking the tombstone properly. Maybe, maybe that was a um, just an ablib move. Maybe Dean Malenko saw what Malenko, uh, what Benoit was doing and like, shit, I've got to, I've got to modify this to keep him safe. Because that's what Malenko would have done. He's notoriously known as a a really safe worker, yeah. and that is really weird considering like every fucking everything he does, he he lays his shit in. It's really weird, but yeah, he's notoriously safe. So, so I can imagine he spotted that. Something I don't like is when they kick their legs when they're pinned, yeah? I saw Medusa do it, and it, it had no bearing on how she was pinned. She was just moving her legs, and it just looks so silly to me. I don't know what you mean. When they're Basically, it looks like they're having a paddy. Yeah, oh, right, okay. like a toddler. Yeah, that's, that's to portray um, that they're, they're struggling. It just looks so childlike. Well, yeah, I suppose. There's only one person that's ever got away with that in wrestling for me. Like, I, I'm with Beth. I don't quite like it because it looks childish. But there was one one wrestler in particular in WWE uh, in mid two thousands here that got the the paddy over. Like he used to get resounding boos for it, and that was Christian. He's the only guy that can get away with that. He used to go fucking mental in the ring, like kicking his legs, stomping them, stomping the mat, pounding the mat with his face, like basically crying like a fucking ch- uh, a toddler that hasn't yeah, got a toy that's what I mean. in it's the supermarket. Kind of like they're kicking yeah. their legs, but there's no other reaction with their face or. Oh fucking hell! Surely this is ben counted Moore. out. Now. They've been out of this ring for ages. 
yeah, they have. Benoit fucking really read that shit in there. He, he proper headbutt the ring post. I think Nick Patrick either forgot how to count to ten or he just gave up at like nine. Yep. There you go. It's a count out is not one of his finishes. <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely a count out. Considering that um, a couple of weeks ago on Nitro, there was... I can't remember what match it were, but there were two people out the ring for it. Oh, Jesus. Benoit right on the fucking head. And that's Benoit's doing that way at Malenko. Yeah, he just went fucking too far back. Benoit's been quite sloppy in this. Yeah. Unusually sloppy. That's a shame. Maybe the heat's getting to him. I mean, he is Canadian, so it might do. Obviously, Dean Lane calls the Iceman, so he doesn't feel heat. <laughs> oh, release German. Nice. Jesus. At least Benoit landed properly that time. <laughs> I mean, no. Don't get me wrong. Benoit has been quite sloppy, but this has been a really fucking good match. Yeah. It has. It, everything, like, like I said before, everything you expected from these two. They're doing it. And more. Ah, uh, that was a sloppy roll-up. Again, like, Ben was. Like, he's not with it here. He looks knackered. Yeah, I think that vertical might have fucking took it out of him, for sure. Oh, short-arm clothesline. If not the vertical, fucking headbutting the, the ring post. Yeah, that, that do well. it. Yeah. I've only just noticed that Benoit's got rid of his mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he might not have. He might just be really, really wet. It, will, it, it looks like uh, he's had a haircut, but no, he's, his hair is stuck to the back of his neck. You just can't see it properly. Mm. Well, he needs to realise in 1996 that the mullets are fucking shit. Even woman's struggling in fucking heat. She's going like that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what that were. Were it a T-bone? Yeah, yeah, like T-bone belly to belly. Oh, he's just not quitting though, is he? Neither am I. Tell a good story, this, because obviously it's been kicking off for a few weeks on Nitro. That's beautiful. What's Nick Patrick doing? <laughs> he's got his legs in her now. Fucking hell, he's having some fun on this. He would just... He, the oh. heat's just getting to Nick Patrick. He had to bump. <laughs> it's like, shit, people can see them sweating. I've got to sell this heat. Ah, uh, back bump. <laughs> Bobby Heenan's just said that everybody's clothes in the audience uh, amounts up to about nine bucks. That's rude. <laughs> For fuck's sake. It's just Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Classic Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Oh, Notice Bobby Heenan was the one guy not in Biker Goib. Mind tamer. Yeah, this is a recurring thing for Benoit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. He ain't got the knee in the back, though. That's a really bad camera angle. <laughs> He's just resting on the side of uh, Mango. Uh, but yeah, it's. That's a better camera angle, a little bit. 
At least it looked like he had the knee in the back. Benoit getting tired, can't keep it up much longer. And he's let go. Malenko's just like, fucking done. Flat out. It does sell really well, does Malenko. Uh, the cops are saying that there's a time limit on this match, so and they've got yeah, there four minutes like... left. Yeah, I noticed that a couple of minutes ago. They said that they, they... Oh, they've got five minutes. Over the top rope, body, cross body. Sorry. Yeah, they fucked. You can shot see, here, you can see how hot it is there because, like the the mat. Not the mat, the uh, the curtain. You can see just a little bit of moisture on it. Yeah, yeah. But also the ring steps. Mm. There's condensation there. It's like you love it if you're in the main event because it's going to cool down a hell of a lot and it'll be nice oh, yeah. as well. We're at the point now where we're, we're uh, oh. at sunset. It is getting a little bit darker. Mm. Oh, what a bridge that was! I feel like this crowd, though, really is not interested. No, they're here to see the NWO. I think that's one of the failings of the NWO, is that a lot of fans just lost interest with everything that uh, everything else that happened on WCW. They were just there to see the NWO. See, and I, 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 go on. I, I just... I, I'm, obviously, I haven't seen it, like, you know, so I'm just, I'm just speaking off the cuff. But... Yeah. NWO were the coolest guys on the roster. And yeah. this is... It, it's known to happen. Like, in the 80s, people weren't really that interested in everything else on the WWF card. They were there to see Hogan. Yeah. I can realistically see that the Sturgis crowd are there to, just to see the NWO. See, and they're not interested in anything else. I don't think they look like a normal wrestling crowd. No, that's what I was going to say. They're, just not, ref they're not wrestling fans. It's oh, like yeah, free, that, that don't help event, either. Free event, nothing on. Just go down yeah, to that. You know what? Go counterpoint, yeah, free yeah. event, you know, your bikers, yeah. No, kind of like Disney just... MGM last, well, for the last few weeks. <laughs> last few. <laughs> Fucking hell, the last six. Glad that's over and done we. Never go to Disney MGM again. No. I'm pretty sure they will. I think they might, but I can't remember. can't remember when or I can't remember if they did. When the last Nitro at Disney MGM? No, that I remember that was an that was an outdoor. It was um, in Florida somewhere. Oh, Venice. No, there not we Venice go. Beach. I think he's got him now. Nope, two. Nate Patrick was just taking a nap though. I forgot where that final Nitro went. Now it's always spring break. They always went to the same place every Ooh. spring break. Right. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Like, no, it's annoying me because it's trivia that I know and I just can't remember. <laughs> well, well, we'll be covering that soon enough with with our pace. Like, yeah. Do you know, it really must hurt you hitting that mat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. There's actually um, an old adage. Uh, a lot of wrestling trainers and a lot of wrestlers have said this, that you can tell if a wrestler is going to make it in the business when this first start training and they take a back bump because what they have to do they are it'll be interesting I'll tell you what you should do Mark you should get um, Beth watching some of the old toughing off 
because yeah. this is a really good insight into what goes goes on behind the scenes yeah. with like training and all that. But yeah, one of the first things they they learn is to take a uh, back bump onto the mat. Where basically what they do is they leap into the air and turn the body and land on their back. Apparently, the reaction from that first bump, uh, trainers and wrestlers can tell if they're going to make it in the business or not. That's one of them, and the other one is when they run the ropes. Yeah. Because running the rope, running in ropes is... I, I've, I, I haven't taken a back bump in a ring. I have been in a boxing ring, and I have ran the ropes just for the, for the sake of it. And those ropes fucking hurt. Yeah, and then you look at Steve... Yeah, boxing boxing I, ropes are different, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah but it's... Just one. It still rots. It still hurts. No, it's a draw. It looks yeah. like he'd won. Time limit draw. They've gone into overtime. They've gone into overtime saying there has to be a winner. Oh. Five more minutes from Nick Patrick. And he's okay with Benoit just cheap shotting him from behind. See you again. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Storytelling 101. I've ran ropes and I've bumped in rings. Proper ring. Um... They were WWF ropes as well. They weren't WCW ropes. Yeah, not the cables. No. But fuck me, do they hurt? Yeah. The cables hurt less because it's straight, whereas rope is it's wow. covered in tape as oh, well. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's proper. It's like rope covered in tape, so you feel and the 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 is it knots? Is that what you call yeah. it? The the um, texture. The one person I've seen run the rope more impressive than anybody else in wrestling is Steve Austin because when he runs the ropes he fucking lays that shit in yeah you know it's no wonder he got fucking so beat up from wrestling with shit like that that's Malenko's finisher so he's using his own finisher yeah 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 well signature hold if you like Texas Cloverleaf Does it really well, does Benoit? Hmm. He actually sits on the back. I mean, realistically, that is going to hurt. It may not hurt as what uh, as much as they're portraying, but it's still going to fucking hurt. That. Yeah, but look at that. It, as as Malenko's going, arcing himself up more, it's going to fucking hurt your back. Really, really yes. good. Yeah, yes. It's not comfortable. No. And the girls are still at ringside, but so Elizabeth's the veteran, but yet woman's the one that could teach Elizabeth a thing or two. <laughs> Lizzie's just there, like oh, I'm getting, I'm getting paid. Yeah, she doesn't look that interested. No, the thing is though, she's she whoa, doesn't really. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She's no skin she's, in the game here. Whoa, she's just there to get paid. I thought she had Savage's divorce money. No, he got it back. Oh shit, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it's been that long since we've done Nitro, I had completely forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, fair fucks to Elizabeth. She knows where the payday is. Yeah, because I remember us saying, can we finally put the fucking rest of this storyline? And then yeah. and then it was fucking either Stinger Lex Luger that fucking ran off with the briefcase. It's like, oh no, here we go. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was meant to happen there. I think no, they're going to sell it as a, a backwards headbutt that kind of hurt both of them. Yeah, I feel like Lizzie's just at the side, like, I'm going to order a margarita later. <laughs> yeah, she's... She Woman's knows really where good. his bread is uh, pureed. 
<laughs> I was going to say bottled, but if you're going to get a margarita, I mean, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a, a good idea. Now, is Dimalenko actually hurt or is he just selling it because it looked like he was hurt then? He's selling. He probably. Yeah, he's probably selling that. Fucking Dimalenko don't get hurt. No. He's like Chuck Norris. Legitimately, yeah, he's a Chuck Norris of wrestling. He don't. He just does not get hurt. We've seen him take some really nasty bumps recently, Mark, and yeah. like he's just gotten up and shook it off, like yeah. you know, he's, like that little shake, that little head shake that he does when he's on the way to the ring and he rubs his hand together. He just does that. Fuck yeah, nothing. <laughs> Surely the five minutes is up for this now. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. See, the the issue I have with it, if it was a, I don't know if it's been a 10 or a 20 minute match, but then they've given it another five minutes, you risk burning out a crowd that's not really reacting anyway. Yeah. No pun intended with the heat and the sun that are up. The best reaction down. so far has been to Medusa, and I think it's, genu- it's genuinely just the American flag thing. Yeah, exactly. And the bikes, yeah. Bikes, yeah. Because they're at a bike rally. These guys aren't exactly playing to the crowd. No. There's been no it, trying to get the crowd involved at well, all. Here's the no thing. Here's the thing as well. This is heel on heel. Yeah. You know, this. The thing is, we're at heel on heel and face on face. Like it's very hard to put those matches together. Because, like, face on face it can work, but more often than not it doesn't work. But heel on heel, it's like this, you've got two characters with no redeeming qualities. They're not going to play up to the crowd. Like, oh, no, one like of them... The best play up to a crowd. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but the thing is in wrestling, it's like, they know they're not going to get the, the, the rest, uh, quick reaction because people just aren't interested reaction. in that. Yeah, they should, but when it's heel on heel, generally, like, wrestling fans, See, you just don't react to it. if position, they should be goading the crowd. Yeah, yeah, but it's like... But Chris and Dean Malenko, in this situation, neither of them have paid any attention to the crowd. They haven't tried yeah, to be no. involved at all. Nick but Patrick's this is what, done more crowd work. <laughs> yeah, this is my point, though. It's like, back in 1996, it's a different story today, obviously, because uh, heels get, bit, uh, you know, uh, cheered all the fucking time and yeah. their faces get booed. But yeah, back oh, then, it's like, fuck that you know, re- wrestling fans were just genuinely invested in the actual wrestling. He's but a it, heel and what, people still cheer at him. All they wanted, but the thing is though, it's like, it, it, it's just a different game back then. It's hard to really explain, but generally with heel on heel matches, they end up ambivalent because they're just not interested in, they, they just want to see both men get beat, but they don't want to see either of those wrestlers get uh, get a win either. So they just end up ambivalent. They just want to get to the next match. So if, if they're goaded to the uh, to the crowd, yeah, they might get a boo, but it won't be the the reaction that they want. And this match, it said like two minutes ago that they've got a minute left, and it's still going on. Yeah, he's giving them another five minutes. For fuck's sake, what's going on? And the crowd actually popped for it as well. Wow, that looks really rude. <laughs> ben, we're just going yeah. for the old fucking sixty-nine pin. I think I'm going to disagree with you, Brian. I think if you're a, a heel, I think <sighs> your job is to make the crowd... No, no, of course. Uh, obviously, yeah, they should do. They absolutely should do. But I, I'm 
what my point is, I'm assuming they've just read the room and just thought, yeah, they're not going to be interested in this match. So why go to them when we can just try and convince them with the, the wrestling that we actually do? Because yeah. that's, that's their mentality here. They're like, you know what? We're not going to win this, all of this crowd just by Golden Adam or it like that. We're not going to... We're, not, we're, we're, we're gaining absolutely nothing from it. So what we'll do, we'll just put on the best possible fucking okay. match as we can and win the crowd with wrestling. And Benoit's got it. And, you know, they've they've done that, really. I mean, some fans are clapping away and cheering, so yeah. it's yeah. kind of worked. That's the most unenthusiastic clapping ever, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. He just scored a win over Dean Malenko. He just didn't... He didn't fucking get a par. Fucking what's with the golf cup, Elizabeth? Come on. So I wonder if that means that the uh, the hit is now over. So it was Kevin Sullivan put a hit out on Benoit. Malenko answered the, cha- the challenge, if you like, uh, but it Benoit's won. Yeah. Answered the challenge, he was forced into it. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Which is obviously going to start the... Uh, it, like, it was literally Jimmy Hart coming out every week like, come on! And he's like, no. Come on! No. Come on, baby! Okay. Literally. That was it. But he's won... Obviously, it's cheating again with woman. It's not necessarily cheating because uh, Malenko diverted his attention to woman. Yeah, but, you know... It's not really cheating. It's those tactics. Yeah. Distraction tactics. Yeah. I mean, it's not a clean finish, but he's kind of got himself to blame. Yeah, you don't take your eye off the prize. Oh, World Tag Team title match. I'm glad they finally got the match cards up as well. Like anytime there's a, a title match, they'll actually put the graphic she, on the screen because she's we've not had even this. Wearing a bikini. Wow. We've had this a lot recently on Nitro, haven't we, Mark? Where we're not so sure if it's a title match or yeah. not, and yeah, and sometimes, sometimes the ref hasn't held up the belt or the belts. And then the commentary have announced, oh yeah, this is a title match. Yeah. Should be alright. You don't see many hot air balloons nowadays, do we? I remember when I were a kid, I used to see them all the fucking time, but I never see yeah. them anymore. I think there was a bit of a disaster, wasn't there, where a few people died? Oh, really? Yeah. There you yeah, that one... Yeah. That'll make sense, yeah. I wouldn't go in one because of that. No, I wouldn't fucking go in one either. But then again, I'm afraid of height, so why would I get in one? Just I like I like the subtitles just saying crowd chatter. Okay. <laughs> yes, they're just talking about afternoon tea and the local news. What? <laughs> what? Motorcyclists? You know, I'm not... Uh, there's people from motorcycle gangs here, surely. And they're like, yeah. Mm, would you like some cake and a biscuit? You know, they're, they're probably not that those kind of guys. They're probably like, yeah. Uh, later on, we're just gonna go and fucking kill some hell's angels or some shit. And here is the tag team champions, Team PVC. Wow. Oh, and speaking right, speaking of motorcycle gangs as well. Uh, Beth, have you seen the artwork that I created for this pay-per-view? 
No. I don't know if Mark, Mark hasn't showed you then. Right. It is the saddest image of Hulk Hogan ever. Oh, right. The whole, the whole idea is that I thought, Even okay, it's Hulk Wild. Oh, it's sadder than that, seriously. Right. The, the thing that I wanted for it was like Big Sons of Anarchy fan. I'm like, okay, I'll use Sons of Anarchy because bikes. Pretty simple and all that. And I was just like, I was using different images of Hulk Hogan and I couldn't quite make it work. But I thought, okay, Hulk Hogan, motorcycle. And one of the images I found was Hulk Hogan on a scooter. Like a moped. Now, you think, okay, yeah, he's enjoying a holiday somewhere, something like that. He's wearing a blue bandana and shades. He's no. wearing stonewashed jeans and white sandals. You think, yeah, he's on holiday, but he's wearing the NWO t-shirts as well. <laughs> uh, there's a couple it, of uh, Nazi images in this crowd on bikes. I've just seen uh, a couple. Yep. No surprise there. Um, what was that, the... the- the yeah, cross it's, one. A, it's a German, Triple H used it, that, didn't it? It's a German cross. He did, yes. Triple H used it's it. A, it's a German cross. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Brian, ulti- ultimately, the difference here, obviously, I don't know whether they're a heel or a face or whatever, but Harlem Heat have just come out, and the reaction they got from the crowd, they played to the crowd, and it was immense. Yeah, but yeah. this crowd is highly racist. I know, but <laughs> and they're Harlem playing Heat, to it. Harlem Heat are the heels here, They look the way, like they're so interested. Know. Yeah, so they're interested because like, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're fucking, they do not like the black guys. Yeah. That's basically it. They, it's simple as that. You still, dangerous you seriously, by the way, you still get this to this day in wrestling. Like, um, I've seen it on AEW shows where there'll be black performers and they'll be in like some, somewhere in the southern, uh, you know, in the southern Bible Belt of America and no matter what, if the if the black person is the face or heel, you can hear noticeable boos from the crowd. Mm. That's awful. Yeah, it, it still happens this day. More often than not, they're wearing a fucking MAGA hat, so there you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of MAGA fans on AEW TV. Oh, that looks like a nasty scar on his shoulder there. Ooh. Yeah, they've got a few. Both of them have got a few really? of them. I don't know if they're birthmarks or what. Are they related? Yeah. See, this is Booker T. He's a fucking ultimate professional. He knows this crowd's fucking racist. They hate him because he's, he's black. And he's going to just... He's going to fucking play to that because he knows he's going to get a reaction no matter what. Yeah. That's the difference. He knows he's getting that reaction from, oh like, my God, from playing that, to the Was crowd. that guy doing a salute? I don't know. He was, yes. Wow. <laughs> don't say wow. It's to be, it's to be expected. Uh, it's just madness. It, yeah, but it's seriously to be expected. Oh, they've turned their bikes on now. The fans are making noise. No, the bikes are making noise. You know what? Apart from uh, Harlem Heat, Tennessee Lee must be the biggest heel in the fucking room. Uh, well, in the room. But in the whole, in the whole venue right here, Mark. Who's that? Because ten, uh, Tennessee Lee, I call him Tennessee Lee. Basically, Colonel Robert Parker. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I know him by both names, so I end up fucking getting mixed up between the two. But Colonel Robert Parker, Tennessee Lee, whatever you want to call him, right? Uh, I also been watching some WWE from like '98 recently, so right. that don't help. But anyway, yeah, uh, Colonel Robert Parker. He must be the biggest heel in the venue. 
because this is a guy that's very southern, very southern, and he's wearing a cowboy hat, and he's fucking aligned with the black people. Yeah, and, well, to be fair, don't forget that he was the, uh, he was the slave owner, weren't he, as well? Oh, fucking hell, yeah, shit. And they've still got him. A, he's still a manager. They just don't talk about that anymore. Yeah, they? he's not. He's not a slave owner anymore. He's actually with the friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a cat joining us. When you've, yeah, finished. Thank you. Everybody's having a good time. Somebody on commentary says they're not having a good time. They basically, because I can't see the sign who's winning this match. I don't know why, but. It, I, because we haven't had, like, really, really, really long tag title reigns, I'm pretty sure that we do one. Yeah. But the longest we really had was uh, Sting and Luger. Sting and Luger, they had it they, for a while, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they, had, they had it for, like, two or three months. Mm. I'll take that back, then. Maybe the Steiners might pull this one out the bag. Might have been longer, to be fair, because I think it was the beginning of the year that they won it, and then... Um, Obviously, they lost them the week before Bash at the Beach, didn't they? So, mm. Bash at the Beach were in June. You know what? That's actually a real good point. Yeah. They barely fucking defended it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and when they did defend it, it was usually a fucking dirty finish anyway. Honestly, I actually find this crowd reaction quite upsetting. Well, yeah, because it is. <laughs> they're, not, they're not popping for the Steiners for the sake of popping for the Steiners like me and no. Mike will do. Yeah. It's a fucking shame. Oh my god! And now they're counting how many times he's getting punched. That's just a wrestling thing. With great enthusiasm, mind. Yeah, it's again, it's just a wrestling thing. Yeah, but these aren't wrestling fans. No. They're they're counting how many times can you punch him? One, two. Yeah, beat that black bastard. That's what they're thinking. And it's, and it's horrible. fucking sad. It's fucking sad. I feel dirty just saying that, but that's. I am. You know. I, no, I'm, I'm not. People are thinking. I'm not going to mince words. That is what they're thinking. This is the loudest crowd reaction on the show so far. It says everything to me. Uh, just out of interest, is there still quite... Uh, are there issues with racism in wrestling? Oh, yeah. Like I say, there's fans in AEW that, you know, hate black people for the sake of hating black people. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You, you do see it in WWE as well. But uh, WWE, they don't tour the Southern States as, as much as AEW do. It's like pretty much an AEW hotbed, but... Uh, WWE, they, they're very much uh, a northern like territory. They've always been that way. They, they still, but on a only on occasion go to like southern states. But they, they will hold WrestleMania in Texas, and you can hear noticeable boos for people like the New Day and all that. That happened at WrestleMania 32. They're actually in Texas for WrestleMania next year, and honestly, like. If I was gonna watch it, and I probably end up wildering because I always watch WrestleMania for the sake of it. But I, 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 anytime they go to a place like that, I do fucking dread it for that. Uh, and then WWE, they have their race issues. Let's just say. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, very much so. Um, there was a there was a wrestler, uh, maybe like two years ago now. Uh, he, he, he's known on the indies as ACH. Um, he was called, um, I forget his name in, in WWE, he was in NXT, yeah. um, I'm going to have to look at that. It's the guy when we were in with that spoons, with the t-shirt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he he basically pitched uh, a t-shirt um, t uh, that basically had his signature smile and uh, he asked for it to be on a white t-shirt and he put it on a black t-shirt and it really sent him on a downward spiral. Like he, he got really fucking upset about it. I'm not surprised because I they saw would, that t-shirt, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, it was called Jordan Miles in in uh, in NXT, and I remember commentary team would go Smiley Miles and shit like that, which also, by the way, does have its kind of racially not con uh, undertones a little bit, if you think about it. You know, just like, if you're going to bring up his smile a lot, it's kind of like... You're, you're, you're not saying, oh yeah, he's a smiley guy, you're fucking thinking of a gollywog. Basically, and it's not fucking nice. It's honestly, seriously, that is such a fucking sad story. Mm. But you know, it still fucking happens. Like they, they just released a wrestler, uh, a, a former wrestler who was a referee, referee in NXT for a while, and um, yeah, basically, there's a lot of stories come out about about him being racist and all that. And people could take it with a pinch of salt to say, no, oh, yeah, NXT and all that. But um, Oof, he's nice. just... Uh, there was something I was actually reading this morning where he was meant he was booked to to appear at an, uh, at a territory called IWA Mid-South. And that territory is run by a guy called Ian Rotten, who is a known piece of shit historically. A really known piece of shit. Um, but... By the post I saw this morning, he's he's made a lot of progress over the last 20 years or so. And he's kind of like, he was basically saying that this this referee was booked for the show. And he'd come out and made a statement saying that he'd, he, he was told they weren't allowed to uh, you know, perform on the show for whatever reason and all this. And he was basically accusing the uh, Ian Rotten of not... Uh, not Honouring his agreement and all sorts of fucking shit, saying you you just not honouring my agreement because you don't like my political views and all this shit. And Ian Rotten put a statement out basically saying that I do not want racist, transphobic, homophobic people in my locker room. And many of my wrestlers have already complained of such about you. So there you go. Like, and he was under contract for WWE whilst being known for doing this. For quite a long time, and he's only just been released for it. Yeah, uh, racial undertones, and well, not even undertones, just racism in wrestling is still pretty rife. Not just in WWE, just above fucking board, across the board, not above board, across the board. If you have all the meat going over in this match, fucking hell, you're going to have more trash in the ring than you did at Bash at the Beach in '96 when Hogan turned heel. Hey, I want to see that. <laughs> I do as well. I don't I want to see Holly flipping ass. everybody off. Just flipping yeah. everybody off, and then don't get me wrong. I don't. Wild. I don't want to see them being pelted with trash. That image alone is very sad. I want to see them getting pelted with trash and flipping the fucking crowd off, saying, "You yeah. know what? Fuck you, Fuck guys." You guys. Yeah. yeah, that's totally. what I want to see. Totally. If in the instance that there is trash rolling, that's what I want to see. I mean, to be fair, I, I wouldn't. If I'm in that crowd, I would not fancy my chances against either of Harlem Heat. And Stevie oh, Ray no. is not a good wrestler at all. Caught him mid-air, fucking hell. Um, 
yeah, even Stevie Ray, who's not a good wrestler, but fuck me, I bet he's good in a fucking fist fight, that's for sure. They grew up in fucking New York, in Harlem, you know, they were fucking no money and all that sort of stuff, so... Yeah, Booker T's been in prison, I think Stevie Ray's been in prison yeah, as well. Yeah, been in, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, the streets, exactly. the streets Cause hard. Because they, they would have had that beaten into them. Mm-hmm. As sad as that is to say. Fucking hell, like... This is what I love about outdoor wrestling is where there's that specific moment where it's it just noticeably goes dark. Yeah. Like, and it's like, all of a sudden, like that. One minute it's light, and the next minute it's gone fucking dark pretty quickly. It does have a good aesthetic to it. It just doesn't happen as often. No. Outdoor wrestling. Oh, uh, by the way, Panama City Beach, Florida. That was the last night show. But they went there every okay. year, every March for spring break. This has been all right, by the way, guys. Just uh, yeah, it <laughs> we has have been talked a through it. Uh, obviously, talking about something that is uh, prevalent to what's happening in the ring or in the company at this moment in time. But yeah, it's been a decent yeah. match. Well, well, this is what you get when you have a watch along. You can watch it with us. You know, we don't need to analyze every single move. We're not no. commentators. Yeah. If you're watching along, you're gonna see it with yeah. us. So. We're just going to talk over it about any old shit. <laughs> Sometimes we're explaining the story better than the commentators doing. On yeah. The WCW, to be fair. Sometimes we'll talk about bees. Who knows? <laughs> An update on that, by the way, guys. There's been no interruption by bees tonight, so I think they're well and truly gone. I can't hear your fan either. Ah, I was actually going to ask about that. Yeah, I can't uh, hear yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I've got it. Captain Cat, though. <laughs> Did hear her? <laughs> Good. Yeah, I don't. I don't have my cat up in my uh, loft for that very reason. I mean, she'll come up in loft right now and then, but when oh! I'm recording, Ow. it's a no-go zone because she doesn't stop whining. Donk. By the way, my uh, stream buffered a couple of minutes ago, so I'm like three seconds behind now. So when oh. you reacted, I'm like, oh, what, what, what? Ooh, fucking out. Yeah, we've literally just hit one thirty. Four seconds, five seconds. In fact. You keep playing and I'll just pause for two seconds. There we are. That'll get us closer. So there's a jumping wheel kick from Booker T. Completely misses Rick Steiner. Uh, lands on the top rope. Nuts first. Very nice. Yes. Has Booker T got kids? I would have thought so, yeah. Yeah, because so. uh, it probably isn't now after that. <laughs> I hope when they were uh, when they were um, doing the deed, she wasn't going. Oh hail King Booker! Oh hail King Booker! She fucking, I hated that. I really hated. Yeah, oh yeah, she was fucking so I annoying. Hate, I hate the whole gimmick, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. like because in WWE canon, they can turn around and say that w, uh, that uh, Booker T was never a world heavyweight champion in WWE, but King Booker was. <laughs> they can they can acknowledge it as a second character. There is yeah. a reason why Booker T still calls himself a, a five time world champion. He don't go on a six time world champion, does he? His his Twitter handle is at Booker T five cross yeah five x sorry. I mean that says it all to me, and that's fucking shit. Yeah, I'd never re I'd never even thought of that to be honest. Yeah, Mentally. I have. 
They don't class him as world champion, but then again, the World Heavyweight Championship, it were, yeah, it was nothing by that point. Yeah. It had been downsized. He was downsized. champion as well, though, weren't he? And he doesn't include them, so... Wait, was he? I, I remember him was. being the TNA Legends champion, but I don't remember him being the TNA champion itself. Oh, I'm sure he was. Let's Google that now. Wait, it, it went far off after he came in. Nah, I'm pretty sure it was the Legends Championship. I think it was the Legends Championship because he was the one that introduced it. Do, 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 do. Which, see. by the way, really nice looking belt that was as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, for all for all TNA's failings back in the day, they always had nice belts. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you weren't a world champion. Fucking hell, can't believe it. Yeah. World Tag Team Champion, one time TNA with Scott Steiner. Oh, fucking, fucking hell. <laughs> that was the that old, would, uh, main event mafia. Yeah, we're going to say that would have been the main, main event mafia. Um, we've, got, we've got a long time to think about what we are going to do next after we've wrapped up Nitro. Because we're probably going to continue with something else. I think it's a foregone conclusion that we're going to tap into some TNA stuff immediately after WCW. Because yeah. if you want to, like, if, if you want to look at a company that appropriated uh, the WCW lineage more than any other company, I mean, AEW are doing it a fair bit now, yeah. but TNA, there was a reason why they were called WCW 2.0. Yeah. For, <laughs> for more than one reason, you know, more than just the roster and all that. But they really tapped into the WCW lineage. And very well at times, I must say. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably where we're going to go into. But I think it calls for not peak TNA, but the time of the main event, Matthew. I think that's probably where we're going to end up going. Because they were never more WCW than they were at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right when you say it's a foregone conclusion that we'll probably just, you're just carrying it on, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I did listen to Jeff Jarrett's podcast last week and it, the TNA name actually came up because they they were eyeing for a Tuesday um, time slot on TV and it was going to be Tuesday night action or something like that. That's what they were going to call it. <laughs> he said, but it was obviously, there was a, a, a double edged sword to it he said because we did want tits, tits and arse we were going to have girls dancing in cages and stuff like that and he said well, they did. it was they did for a while it. as well yeah they did yeah he said I, I'm the one that okayed it so it's not Vince Russo's fault but it was Russo and Jeff Jarrett's idea yeah well fucking no surprise there no no yeah the the guy that was on WWE, uh, WWE TV spouting that women should be barefoot and pregnant is actually quite sexist. I mean, surprise, surprise. And I'm not talking about fucking Vince Russo. No. Fucking hell, this is looking like an 80s wrestler's rock uh, wrestling... <laughs> fucking hell, I screwed up my words. Hotel room is what garbage. I was trying to go for. Yeah. It looked like exactly an 80s wrestler's fucking... Happen is happening. Yeah. They're getting pelted. Yeah. Fucking Scott Steiner with powder all over his face. He's had a good like, time, by the looks of things. Yeah, I don't feel like that's his first time. <laughs> no, it probably isn't. Wow, they really are. They're throwing all sorts of them. Yep, of course. 
the finish there, the cane over the head and powder in the face. Uh, switch them two around, that's what happened. Powder in the face of Booker T and then powder in the face of Rick Steiner, was it? No, Scott Steiner, sorry, from Sherry. And then the cane over the head on Scott Steiner. Oh, Brock on his head. Obviously, it's gimmicks. Jesus we know. Christ. It'd have been better if they won on their own. They're the heels. That's just the way they do. Yeah. Honestly, that is going to get an even bigger fucking negative reaction from the fans. I mean, if you're going to get pelted with bottles and all sorts of shit like these two guys are, may as well go all in. Yeah. Just say, you know what? Fuck you guys. It works so much better. Obviously, the fucking the commentary team aren't gonna go. Huh, the the fans are pretty racist here tonight, Tony. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not gonna say that. They're not gonna lay into that, are they? No. Just, that's that's our job here. We're saying it as it is. We're not sugarcoating anything. See, that's part of the issue, though, is that Tony Schiavone and Eric Bischoff and a few of of those guys have rode their Harleys are the same kind of people as the people that are in attendance. So it's a bit, you know, it's a bit like. Ugh. What, you think that Eric Bischoff might have, might have been a racist? Uh, I'm not because saying that he is a racist, but... Um, he, 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 maybe he's... from the same background as the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. The way you described it, I thought, wait, you know, you reckon they might be racist, but okay, I, I, I get you. I get you. So, the, see, you would think, knowing that, that they would have a good idea of what kind of fan... Or, you know, a person, let's just say, not fan, but kind of person's going to be in attendance. You think they would have been, like, prepared for that. And maybe they were just saying, like, maybe Eric just went up to home Heat and just said, like, you know what? You're not going to be liked to you guys. Uh, not not just because you're heels. You, it's because you're black. So just play into it. Fuck them. Yeah. That type thing, knew. you know. I think they yeah. knew, to be fair. Yeah, I, think I mean, they would have known that, but... But my problem is, is that despite of all that, they go back here. Mm. They go back to Sturgis not once. I think they go back back three times, don't they? I think so. Yeah, I think. And they do. that is really fucking concerning to me. Also, if you if you're not watching along as well, so in the crowd, it is. I'm gonna say 100% why I haven't seen. Yeah. Anybody of any other ethnic origin in the crowd? I saw I saw some guy that looked like he might have been Mexican, but I think it <laughs> were more. I don't think it was his skin tone. I think it was just like like shadow on his face. I couldn't really tell. I know that might sound a little bit racist for me, but I don't mean it that way. It you know he was just like he he looked like he could have been like. Uh, like he could have it, been Mexican. To be fair, he, yeah, he, Latino. He was, he was dark skinned dude, the guy that was just on there with but the white like, mustache. It's ninety nine point nine percent. Major, we'll just say majority. Yeah, <laughs> this wow. is Magatan. That was guys. what it was at the beginning. I had to look at you like, did I just see what I think I saw? Yeah, you did. Yeah, see yeah. Uh, Santa. Gear. There was a guy dressed as Santa on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong time of year, guys. I may be a racist piece of shit, but I like Father Christmas. <laughs> There's a guy in a fucking leopard print bikini bottom. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, well, it's about to get even more racist. Even though he is from Texas. 
But speaking of the racism, we never really saw the fans react like the way they did during the Harlem Heat match, during the Ice Train Scott Norton match. Yes. I didn't I didn't see anything anything noticeable about that. No. I'd be interested to go back and look at I think it was just because I don't when, think they were that interested at that point. And the cruisers yeah, but, as well. But the fact there yeah. was a black guy in the in in the in the in the ring, that was just I don't know. Yeah. It must have been noticeable, but I think because Hall and Heat really played up to it, yeah, yeah, that it, they just made it worse. Yeah. Whereas I Strain, he obviously didn't play well, to the again, crowd that much. That, that that match had no crowd interaction whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. See, and they the thing were the is, fights. is, when you've got a crowd that, and I know this quite well, when you've got a crowd that you're not familiar with, you have to work a lot harder to get them to react to you. Yeah, which is what I was saying about Benoit and Malenko. They probably would have just done, like... They, they are the, like, the wrestling do the talking type people. They would have just, like, noticed the crowd isn't reacting. They're not going to play up to them. They're just going to put on the best possible match. Yeah, like but said, to be fair... It work with a wrestling crowd. It doesn't work with yeah. a crowd that aren't wrestling fans. No, exactly. And But they're not going to do that. They're going to just try and do everything they can to impress. Whereas Ice Train, I don't think he has the wherewithal to to know what to do in that kind of situation. Yeah, he, he wasn't particularly charismatic. No, he, he's, he's he's still pretty much an amateur, you know, he's obviously a professional wrestler, but he's still, I know he's been wrestling for a few years, but he's still relatively new and he's still learning at this point. So, so I can understand if he was just kind of like not thinking off the cuff like, like another wrestler would do, like Hall and Heat would have done. Well, he's kind of, he's on his own as well, isn't he? He's not in a tag team. He doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's also the face. But you know, and the face really, really of all the people, the face really should be playing up to the crowd. You know, pandering, some would say. But he 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 did none of that, and I just think it's because he just. I don't know. I just think he's not the traditional wrestling guy. I just think he's. He's just there, and he hasn't been taught these kind of things, or just. Maybe, maybe it's just a gig for him at the end of the day and nothing else. Who knows? I don't really know. The well, it's quite back... hard to be a face to a crowd who's going to hate you, even if you're a face. Regardless, yeah. But I'm, say, I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of seeing Ice Train on TV before. He doesn't play up to the crowd. He just no. doesn't. Yeah. It, I don't think he has that, that, uh, that noise. I don't think anybody's pinpointing him to, to, to do that. Yeah. I don't think anyone's directing him. Well, that character trait's just not there, is it? No, he doesn't have a character. He's a black guy called Ice Train. Mm. He doesn't have a fucking train on his thing. He you know, Thank he's... fuck, he's not going choo-choo. <laughs> well, yeah, fucking brown strolling. <laughs> <laughs> and after all that, after all the production for brown strolling, adding choo-choo noises to his, uh, to his repertoire, having him in main event matches for several bloody pay-per-views in a row, and they release him. And release him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know what, um, if if he does go to AEW, because apparently Tony Khan is interested in taking uh, the formerly known Bra- uh, Braun Strowman Adam Shocker. Scher to AEW, uh, does that mean he'd be taking the night train to Georgia? Ugh. Sorry. I know it's, it's close to being WCW in it, it's Florida, isn't it? But fucking hell, I, I just had to ask. <laughs> I think somebody is, like, from the... Um, I think it's like Cody Rhodes and that are best and George aren't they? So uh, I know yes. Cody Rhodes is. So yes. there you go. It's, te- it, it's technically George, isn't it? Yeah. 
So here we go with this one. This is one of the reasons why we wanted to watch this pay-per-view. US title on the line, Ric Flair versus Eddie Guerrero. This and what a fucking one. belter this was the last time these two faced off. So this is going to yes. be fucking great, hopefully. I, 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 Beth, Just as I the sun is that, setting. I called that a five-star match. Mm. It has been the sole five-star match that I've given on this podcast so far. So... Who knows? And there is literally one sign in the crowd and it says Flair is God. <laughs> he also said while he's on the way down to the ring that he is better than a Harley ride, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, Flair looks fucking great here. He does look good. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what he's done, but he, he, he has lost a bit of the belly, but it's just his face. Because in recent times on on uh, on Nitro, he's looked rather drained and tired and all that, you know. But here, he's like he just looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think the natural lighting's helping as well. To be fair, yeah, maybe oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, it's not artificial na- light. Then again, you're talking to a guy that has fucking rosacea. Like natural light doesn't fucking help me at all. It makes it worse. <laughs> You too mean to yourself, bro. No, I, I'm, I'm, I, I just, it's a, it's a statement of facts. Like that's it. I'm, I've accepted it for what it is. I'm not mean to myself. I just know it. <laughs> that's being mean to yourself. No, I mean, I'm not taking piss out of myself for it. That's the thing. Like it's, it, it's just like, yeah, I've accepted it. It is what it is. Yeah, I can point it out. If I don't point it out, other people are gonna point it out anyway. It's just like it is what it is. Fuck it. I'm fine with it. It has suddenly gone fucking dark. Not the podcast, I mean... <laughs> natural... Uh, natural fucking... Hog the sun, Yeah. The sun is it's, going down. It's sunset. Yeah. Oh! oh that, that did not look well. Fucking... I don't know if Rick's selling there if he legitimately hurt, uh, hurt his wrist. Yeah. Hurt, 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 hurt. <laughs> speaking with a mouthful of bloody marbles. Lots of Eddie chants. I'm not feeling anything from that drink, Sounds by like the way. The kids. No? No. Have you finished it? Um, I've got a little bit left, but I'm not feeling anything from it. Wow. Like, usually, like, days. something that's, that, that's quite strong, I would notice. Yeah. You know, people could say, oh, yeah, you're fluffing up your lines, Bri. But I do that normally anyway, so... (laughs) Back and forth with chops here. Right on from Eddie, and Fleur sells big. Fleur sells like Fleur. Yeah. And rolls out. So the thing with Fleur is he's on on 10 all the time. Mm. That's just life. That's a bit of on life. He wakes up in the morning, the first thing he does, he uh, he just sits up and goes, Woo! It's kind of like, though, you know, he has the same reaction to everybody, like he's shaking his head, no, like he's oh, terrified. Yeah. There's like nobody who he's terrified of more. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same reaction to everybody. Well, this is this is just Rick Flair in general. Like he has a very, very, very basic move set, but he makes everything look so fucking good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it works like, completely he, and entirely. He, this is a guy that would have 
60, uh, 60 minute time limit it draws in every way and he would only pull out the same three or four moves and he's mm-hmm. probably spent the most of the match on the back foot and yet that those matches are considered classics. Yeah. Yeah. And he all crowd, he'd be doing all he'd be doing is selling. Yep. And it's fucking there's nobody past, present or future that does that better than Rick Flair. Mm. You can't replicate it. Dolph Ziggler gives it a good try. He does. I'll give him his due. But until he fucking does a 60-minute time limit draw, which is kind of like a... It's a, it's a forgotten art in wrestling these days. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, he's, he's not really going to show what he's capable of. And, yeah, I think MGF could uh, could do that as well. Because MGF's a really fucking good seller. And mm. he does his sex Fucking hell, it's gone really dark all oh, of a sudden. Oh, lights have gone out. Mm, that's why. <laughs> God damn you, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Yeah, this has happened on WWE a few times. It's happened at a WrestleMania. It notoriously happened at an In Your House uh, pay-per-view event. Yeah. Where uh, Savio Vega and Stone Cold actually wrestled a match in the fucking dark. Yeah. So that would have been in this timeline, wouldn't it? This, uh, around uh, this yeah, time. Ra- yeah. yeah, 97, I think it were. All right. It might have been 96, but I think you were like 97. I don't know. I feel like I read it on that. Uh, observer, oh, observer, observer newsletter thing that I was reading. Yeah, the wrestling observer time. newsletter. Yeah, I like how you called it the observer newsletter thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give it its full title. It doesn't deserve it. A lot of no, these, it, actually, it doesn't. A lot of these costumes I tend not to like in WCW. I think they're quite outlandish. But I really fucking love Eddie Guerrero's. It's smart. Really? Yeah. Because I, I actually said to uh, Mark quite a while back, is that I don't like him like this. Mm. But I think that's mainly because I'm so used to him in his peak shape and just wearing the tights with oh, the, see, the wet really mullet. Like and, he, I think he looks cool. and he looked fucking good. The best I've ever seen Eddie Guerrero is that he used to wear these uh, these tights and it had like a, a weird geometric, uh, geometric pattern on the sides. And it had Guerrero in a weird like, unique fonts on the back. And he used to wear this in WWE all the time, so my best memories of him in WWE. And he'd have, like, he'd wear, like, green tights, red tights, and things like that, you know, really, really bright colours. I think I but like in w- it. in WCW, there was this one time that, one attire that I've seen, it was basically that attire that I mentioned, but it's half black, half gold. And it looks fucking amazing. It might be my favourite attire in wrestling. Well, black and gold, this is the thing. With this outfit that he's got on now, it's simple colours. It's black, white with a red trim. Yeah. And it looks great. It's a good Yeah, silhouette. I see what Whereas, you mean. Like, all, all the day glow colours, you know, it can get a bit much. Yeah. It looks different to everybody else, and that's why I yeah. think it's good. No, no, you are right. I'm not really a fan of the singlet part of it. I would have just been, I would have preferred if he didn't have the singlet. Hmm. Uh, I'd, but then again, again, it's like I've got skewed memories of Eddie in peak shape, and he is in fairly decent shape here. I'm not saying he's in brilliant shape, but he's well, in decent shape. Well, this is before shape. the roids, isn't it? <laughs> so when you're saying peak shape, it's actually steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But then there was that time in WWE where he, when he came clean and he just got in peak fucking yeah. shape, though. Yeah. That's my memories of the guy. Yeah, this. So I, I'm remembering. Remembering him from them, and I remember him in WCW when he was in really good shape as well. Mm. 
again, like that, those black and gold half and half tights. Like, that's why I love that look so much, because they're in really great shape, and black and gold is, yeah, it, it always goes classic. well together. But the fact that it's like half and half, one leg is black, one leg is gold, it just, it, it, it makes it, it just looks so fucking good on him. And I don't think many wrestlers could get away with doing that, but it just works with Eddie. What is Flair doing? <laughs> Selling. It, 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 it is, uh, it's being Ric Flair. He's so dramatic, I love it. That's actually a taunt in the WWE games, like yeah. press right and he just does a flop. Oh well. But the thing, I remember, I remember playing as uh, Ric Flair on one of the SmackDown vs Raw games and this was really funny and it was like on one of the hardest modes and it was like career mode or something like that and I was beat up and I was blooded because fucking hell, Ric Flair. And I actually did that taunt, and I knocked myself out. <laughs> you were last man standing, might have got counted out. <laughs> I just loved how THQ went all in on that at that time. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're going to do that, you're going to knock yourself out. Set flip attempt not gonna it's not gonna succeed big right hand he misses the thing is is it looks it's even though it's the 90s aesthetically it still looks so 80s yeah yeah with the I mean, like, and the that was WCW's niche though they, that's yeah. what they, they were kind of going for yeah they didn't have great production values I think you like Late 99, 2000 time, they really upped their game with the production, didn't they? Uh, I mean, they were, um, they were making their shit look more futuristic at that point. And I know, like, in the dark days where uh, they really had to dial back on their spending and all that, I remember seeing, like, clips of Nitro where they just got blue ropes, just not yeah. even playing to the to the aesthetic anymore at all yeah. but like they were I remember in 2000 that that WCW that weird futuristic WCW logo being an actual set and yeah. WWE didn't have sets like that yeah. and then all of a sudden that's what they were doing mm. like you know they, they did pioneer some things but but I here people hate it but I fucking oh no I set. like it I do like it yeah it's just because the logo didn't really make any sense. That's the only issue. Yeah, the logo was really fucking weird. Like, you have to squint to see the W's in it. Yeah. <laughs> but then, obviously, when Vince Russo arrives, it all changes. They get the, the Turner Tron. Yeah, yeah. That's started calling it. And the sets were just basic, but it was more vibrant Ooh. and more colourful. Wait, hold on. That's what they called it, the Turner Tron? Yeah, they called it Turner Tron. Fucking hell, that isn't a fucking... Yeah, yeah, because they called it Titan Towers, Titan Tron, and... Uh, I think I think for a while, um, to be honest with you, I think that's still what WWE is listed in the in the in the in the stock market is Titan Sports. Yeah. Um, Has but, anyone got knee supports on? He's got knee pads. On. Oh, he's doing a bit of a flare dance. He did it real well, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's got knee pads on. That's not out of the ordinary. Usually they have them underneath the tights. Yeah. 
It, it's weird to see him above the tights. But honestly, Eddie Guerrero, his finisher is a frog splash. You wear those knee pads. Yep, yep. Old Cruiserweight should be wearing them, really. Oh, yes. And kick pads. Mm. Ooh, close kick pads being the padding that they put on the boots, by the way, uh, Beth. Uh, obviously, Eddie's not wearing them here. He's got he's got the laces exposed. I mean, you get kicked with one of them, it's going to fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. Like you put kick pads on it, you've got that extra little bit of cushion. And <laughs> makes, a real, <laughs> makes a nice noise. Uh, common Rick for it. See that. This is a common Rick for thing. Oh, Flair loves his ass. He loves to he loves to show his ass. I, I, if I had a if I had a pound coin for every time I've seen Rick Flair's ass on WCW so far, I'd probably have about fucking five hundred quid in bank. <laughs> oh, out the Flair playbook that finger in the eye. Illegal move. It's an illegal move, yeah, but Flair would use it, so... It's quite clever, really. Frog splash. Oh, he did foot it. The bomb splash is what the uh, captions called it. Oh, fucking hell. Why is it called a frog splash? Because it, it goes like that. Jumps like a frog. Looks yeah. more like it's a squirrel mid, to mid, me. In mid-air, <laughs> yeah, but tucks and then he... <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to like your point, Beth. Like yeah, the flying squirrels. Flying yeah. Squirrels. Yeah. To, to your point, they couldn't call it the squirrel frog splash. I mean, commentators are notoriously known squirrel for fucking splash. up the names of these. Oh, calling it. it the squirrel splash. They would fuck that up. Even I'm struggling to call it the squirrel <laughs> splash. You know, alliteration. I like alliteration. They but, could just call it the flying squirrel. But even then, it kind of like. I don't know, it makes it sound like Twee the Frog Splash, maybe because I'm used to the name by this point. It just sounds better. Yeah, I mean, squirrels and stuff like that, it just sounds cute, but it just sounds really nice. Well, frogs are cute too. Yeah, it depends on who you are. A lot of people find frogs slimy and creepy. Frogs are adorable. Oh, three count. Wow. Not and a five-star match. No, no. no. Three. Oh, what a shit... That was a shame because I was really looking forward to that match and it just didn't deliver. There were some good moments, but... Yeah. For their standards, you know they can do a lot better than that. I Again, think they can do one... better with, more, with less time being given to them, as weird as that sounds. Yeah, yeah. They've done, they've done not enough when they've been given more time on pay-per-view. Yeah, that's a real fucking shame. I'm sure they face off again at some point, so hopefully... Oh, I'm pretty sure they will. Right, speaking speaking about the tights, uh, Beth, when the camera went up to that uh, that close up then, when um, Eddie did the back roll, yeah, the you could actually see his ass through those tights. <laughs> well, we saw Ric Flair's ass, so it's only fair Eddie gets some as well. I know, but you can actually see him through those tights. There is a, there is a, a thing in wrestling where they say, don't wear white in the wrestling ring. Yeah. Well, yeah. The reason being is because notoriously ring mats can get dirty and there's obviously blood and all that. Um, yeah. I'd say in certain instances, yes, you definitely shouldn't. But if you're a wrestler that's going to bleed, It'll I'm all for wearing white. Yeah. I mean, look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair's got blonde hair and every time he bleeds, it goes into his hair. You see that on another wrestler and it doesn't quite work. 
you know, any wrestler with brunette or red or red, that, that kind of hair doesn't work. But somebody with bleached blonde hair, the hair, yeah. hair just goes fucking bright pink. Yeah, it's kind of aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. In his, in his uh, denim cut off oh, and his hat and his merch. Selling it. Me? Me no, to be fair, that's a, that's a turner. That's a turner. Oh, is it? That, yeah. He just looks completely different than he normally does. Mean Gene looks like a trucker that's a few days away from retirement. Yeah. yeah. But if you're going to go for all this aesthetic, I would have liked to have seen the Giants in one of them, uh, in one of them jackets and caps. <laughs> to find probably a cap not going big enough for him. Big yeah. enough for him. <laughs> he has his own personal tailor, I'm sure. Yeah, he will do. You have to, don't you? I mean, that size. Another fiery babyface promo from the giant. Who's doing well? Not a face. He's not a face. <laughs> no. Seriously, I ain't got the sound on, but I could just tell with his facial expressions that he was really putting his all into that. It was a real babyface uh, promo. Mm. But obviously, I've got captions as well, which helps. But you know, obviously. Not a face. He's still lying with a di- uh, dungeon and my fucking who the fuck cares anymore. <laughs> Wait, who the fuck cares anymore implies that anybody cared in the first place. Oh, the, the end of you all thing. <laughs> it's it's really weird. The guitar with Wawa. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, we've got a new theme on the way as well, haven't we? We do. That'll be, deba- that'll be debuting... Uh, after this, so we won't have it for this pay-per-view, obviously, because people will have heard this now, and obviously it's not there, but the next uh, episode of Nitro, yes. yes, Yeah, Beth Wade and the Beautiful Disasters have recorded a new theme for us. Yes, well, one of them has. Well, Well, yes. (laughs) Partial credit. Sorry, Beth. You don't get any credit. It's fine, I don't mind that my boys can take the credit. I did ask Beth to do it in the first place, but unfortunately she's, she's still... If you with a hand, so and I don't have a wah wah pedal. No, true. We need yeah. a wah wah. Right, we've seen we've the get actual the sexy on for big sexy. By the way, we've seen the NWO logo, the official NWO logo, yeah. haven't we? Right. Yes. No, I'm on about on TV. Me and Mark. Yeah. And Kevin Nash has the the prototypical NWO logo on the back of his jacket. Yeah. They are also wearing red and black. And the lack of fucking respect for the NWO. We're black and white, guys. Come on. <laughs> this isn't the wolf pack. Black and white. Plain I always, I always, To be fair, I always I always preferred Nash in black and red. Uh, it's probably no, the same it, with all, to be fair. It's a, it's a good aesthetic, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if you're the NWO, your colours are black and white. Yeah. So I went fucking... I kind of prefer them when they're just in, like, wife beaters and jeans. They look more menacing. Yeah, I suppose. But it's like when fucking X-Pac were in DX and you wear fucking wow, black and red. Very macho, man. You talk right over Brian, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't hear you. Sorry, Brian. Nah, it's all right. These I'm pretty sure it wasn't... It wasn't important. Mm-hmm. I actually did pick up a webcam today. Oh, I? 
Oh, yeah, I could have fucking used it for this. That was the whole idea. I hadn't even fucking set it up yet. I completely forgot. <laughs> well, it's good to know for future reference. Because yeah, fucking, the uh... reason being is because... Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's noticeable to the listeners, but we do have this habit of talking over each other because we can't see each other. Yeah, so yeah. whilst we've got uh, distance between us, I know we're going to be able to record in person relatively soon, but we're still playing... You know, we're still erring on the side of caution, aren't we? But even in the instance where, like, our, ta- our schedule's kind of lining up to the point where we can actually record in person, we have to do do a quick job in the middle of the fucking night or whatever, it, it's a good backup plan. Yeah. And, yeah, I forgot to set it up, so... Not to worry. <laughs> good, pla- good plan, though, Brain. Good plan. Well, to be fair, I mean, we wouldn't have been on camera anyway because we both look... look uh, well, we've both got pyjamas on, so... Yeah, and <laughs> so have <Yeah>. I. <laughs> <laughs> If you're naked, that's a different story. Yeah, uh, turn the webcam off, guys. Yeah, it is hot, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Gotta say, anytime Lex Luger ties up his hair, he looks a ton better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anything's better than a fucking mullet. Yeah, you look... uh, uh, what? What? Who did I comp- uh, compare him to a few weeks ago? When someone uh, said that he was a pretty boy, I said he looked like um, I can't remember. Uh, Gretchen from fucking from Gremlins. Wait, Gretchen. Uh, <laughs> can't remember her fucking name. It's not Gretchen. I know who I'm on about. I can't remember. Why is that name eluding me? Greta. <laughs> Greta? Yeah. Greta oh. from Gremlins. It's been so long since I've seen that film, actually. I've forgotten what happens. Same. It's basically the uh, the bright green gremlin with the green hair and the makeup. Oh, like the the, the girl oh. gremlin. Right, I get you. Yeah, yeah that's basically Lex <laughs> oh. oh, poor Lex. I think he can take it. Yeah, I did like these costumes. Scott always had the same one, though. So he has black and white, and he has red and black. Yeah. But it's always the drips. Yeah, it was I cool. Don't I don't know why, because, like, my drips. It's... Blood. No, because he, he has black and white ones as I well. I know, but that's supposed to be blood. Is it? Because when it's white, what is it supposed to be? Yeah, but I know the obviously... Are... But he obviously only had black and red in the first place, so it's obviously supposed to be blood. I know, but it, because it's they're like supposed it, to be menacing. My point is, he he goes to the white version of that. You yeah, think? Yeah, but you just I, keep see, I think I think it'd be paint. I think maybe yeah, yeah. maybe he's um, because the the end of your use is paint. Yeah, it becomes one of those signature things, and they yeah, have done that, so that, far. That happens later to me as oh, somebody the, who doesn't the, know what comes. That looks like blood to me. Yeah, the difference seeing is when it comes in white, it's like you don't know what comes. When you see him in the white version, it looks like Scott Stein at uh, Scott Hall is coming. You know that's, <laughs> and <laughs> it, it looks like he's coming from his belly button rather than where he needs to. Be. Like it's like 
it just doesn't work right. But at the same time, Scott Hall pulls it off. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I don't know, I just don't think it's blood what he's going for. No. But then again, I, I you never know. I think it absolutely is at this point. You can see it, but I, I, I don't know. I'd question why he'd continue with the motif. At this point, what indication is there that to do with red dripping paint? Have they thrown some red paint on somebody? No, but no, they, they have beat a lot of people up and who are yeah, in they pain, so I think it would be blood. Yeah, they haven't done anything with red paint, but, had, but at this point, the motif is pretty much down. Like They, they know they're going for black and white at this point, but... Mm. Maybe it's just a case of this is what they had already. <laughs> is he doing a titty dance? Flex. It's what he's, it's what he's always done. Flex Luger. <laughs> it's always really no. confusing to me because it was Lex Luger and then it's Superman. It was Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which Kurt Angle called him once on a... Oh, sorry, no, he didn't call Le- uh, Lex Lu- uh, Luger Lex Lu- uh, Luther. He called Lex Luther uh, Lex Luger accidentally on WWE TV once. <laughs> he basically he was c- comparing himself to Superman's angle, and he goes right. like Lex Luger, like no, that was actually <laughs> you know in the lead up to the uh, classic street fight between him and Shane McMahon. Yeah, it was in the promos leading up to that. Right, he goes Lex Luger, like nope. So I've just had a quick Google, and it definitely was supposed to be blood drips, razor, Ramon, ah. razors, razor, blood. of course. I was yeah. well, funny enough, I was going to say that because about his attire, saying maybe it was just like a continuum there, but then he, it's just weird that he he goes, to, he keeps the aesthetic when he goes to white. Yeah, it, yeah. that's my point. It's just weird. Nash and Sting in the ring now. But yeah, I hated uh, seeing these two fight each other because I fucking loved them both. Scott Hall. <laughs> Scott Hall always had great attires. Razor Ramon. The Razor Ramon attires were always fucking Sting look great. Small. Yeah, because he's quite a tall guy. Kevin Nash is a beast. Yeah, that's the thing. He's seven foot tall, so... Well, at this point, I think he was 7'2". Or at least they were booking him as 7'2", anyway. Yeah, I don't think he's 7'2". It... When he when he wrestled the Undertaker, he was only like marginally bigger than him, and the Undertaker's uh, build height is six foot ten. Yeah. Kane's uh, build nice. height was seven foot to tower over the uh, tower over the Undertaker, but he actually Kevin wore platforms. Nash's build height is six foot ten. Yeah, it will be now. Yeah. No, at the time. No, it's not. I've heard commentators saying he's seven foot tall. Yeah, Michael Buffer says it a lot as well. I think he says all seven feet tall. Th- things like that, there is the uh, creative license. Yeah, how like, tall is like the I'll giant? Like I was saying, Kane... He's massive. But that's probably more legit, because you can't yeah. fucking deny that kind of thing. No. Yeah. But it's like, you know, somebody jumps off a fucking uh, ten foot ladder and, you know, they'll say, oh yeah, he fell off a 25 foot ladder. So what mm. they do, mm. like... It's a wrestling thing, isn't it? It's just yeah. Yeah, they want to make them seem bigger add, and more Add numbers, add numbers. Sometimes it's fucking ludicrous. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Kevin Nash was like a legit seven foot guy at this point. Oh, like, he, he only marginally towered over the Undertaker in WWE. Hmm. But yeah, it, I always find it funny that he built Kane as seven foot, but he always wore platforms. 
<laughs> you can actually tell as well, by the way. So like, you can see like the uh, the shape in the boot. So it's actually like kind of like heels, but yeah. in the boot type thing. Yeah, they always yeah, did that they just to make it. Yeah, yeah, that's the correct term. Yeah. I know there's a few wrestlers that have Luger done that. Luger and Sting just look like little boys in this match so far. Do not me. bring Luger and little boys up again, please. <laughs> one of them. Oh, no. no. What do I not know? What have I missed? Right, well, on, honestly, right, um, there's, there's been no, uh, not to my knowledge, any history of Luger and little boys. I'm just saying, when he first came into WCW, huh. one of his main things kept saying, I'm sick and tired of playing little boys. Yeah. It wasn't his yeah. best moment. Uh, no, exactly. Mic, was it? No. No. And he said that like several times in one night. And it's yeah. like, oh, God, please, Luger, shut up. <laughs> well, yeah, they seem to be getting trashed. Yeah. yeah. That's the point. Sting's naivety in the ring as well. He just sort of like, I'll just walk over to Lex and get a tag, even though Nash is right there. Like, no, mate. But yeah, that's the point. They keep Lex out of the ring. Obviously, they're building the heat for the hot tag. But it's Sting's called. It's called cutting. It's called cutting the ring in half. That is one thing about modern wrestling that is really fucking good is how tag teams cut the ring in half like that. I don't know what it is, but over the last few years, just tag team wrestling has proper mastered that form. Like they never, in, in ways that never used to be. Like you see in AEW, obviously you see it in AEW a lot because it's majority of fucking tag teams in that yeah. company, yeah. but. You see a lot in that, like how they do it. It's really, really clever. It's one of the things that have, you know, in wrestling's advanced really fucking well. Mm. Whereas other things have digressed, like selling. Yeah. <laughs> Reason one why I don't like the Young Bucks. One of many. Oh, yeah. Sorry guys, if you, if you like AEW, you're not going to get many pro Young Bucks fucking uh, comments from me. I'm not saying they're bad, but they've got bad habits that I don't like in wrestling. Mm. Just leave it at that. Lack of selling is one of those. We're going to get heavily criticised now because we are AEW marks, remember that Brian? Oh fucking hell, shit, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Young young Bucks, great guys, very handsome, great wrestlers. Great tag team you of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Sell better than Rick Flair. Yeah, oh, Mouse. <laughs> Who, who's Ric Flair? Uh, yeah, that uh, that wrestler that went woo I think that might have been Sting. It could have yeah, been it's, in AEW. It's Sting. It's definitely Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Lex, get out of the fucking ring. For fuck's sake! Don't right, let Nick this, Patrick count over five. I, I have to say, this this whole aesthetic now that it's gone completely dark. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah, it's better. Because you see, yeah. you're seeing like caravans and houses in the back with the lights on and all that, and it just kind of looks like an old school arena. Yeah. If you not, if you don't see the sky, which is still very like a dark, like charcoal color at this point, uh, you can still see the silhouette of the hills. It kind of just looks like, looks like them old school arenas with the uh, like you know the um, 
executive boxes where it'd be quite lowly lit. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You don't mm. see that nowadays. The boxes are there, but they're never lit up. It makes it feel a little bit more real. Yes, I that's. Think. No, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but it's different as well in it. So it's like you're used to indoor arenas and they're just being people, people, people. And and so see, with... difference quite into the nutsack, boink. And with this as well, it actually looks Ow. like there's a lot more people were. Yeah. Because you can't see them. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's really weird to say, but it's just like it's constant darkness. But you watch any bloody WF, Nitro, fucking even even some some companies to this day, fucking AEW, can quite have like little areas in the arenas. But usually, like you, you only see so much of the crowd. The rest is usually fucking darkened. Mm. Obviously, WWE nowadays lights up all the crowd, and I fucking hate it. Mm. I really, really hate it. No, I prefer that. The house lights are down, focus yes. on the ring primarily, yes. but also like the first ten rows, so you can see the fans' reaction. Because you know, like if you if you're paying top like to get ringside, you're going to be passionate, aren't you? You're not just going to sit there with your arms folded. That's how it should be. Yeah. WrestleMania, fair enough, but any other pay per view, nah. Yeah. Dim those fucking lights. Because what's the difference between WrestleMania and SummerSlam? Uh, obviously nothing considering rest, uh, SummerSlam is in a fucking stadium this year. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's right. a, um, it's um, last... Uh, I can't remember the name of the stadium, but it's uh, the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. Or right, whatever okay. it is. I think it's I think it's Las Vegas Raiders. I think they've moved <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. It was the Auckland Raiders. I think they've just recently moved to Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> Nash raising his leg is just like at Sting's face. Yeah. Big boot. It's a better big boot than fucking Hogan Everard. Well, with Sting, that's not a big boot, that's a small boot. <laughs> yeah, Sting just taking all the punishment, as always. He's just, so he's going to raise his edge even... him, and Lex is going to pull him down. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> that was pretty big. Just when Scott went into the ring then, and you just look at his fucking body. If you're a wrestling fan tuning in at this time, you have to think, that guy's fucking a future world champion. And that's yeah. a shame, mate. Obviously, personal demons and all that probably didn't help. No. Definitely didn't help, I'd say. But you look at him, and he's just cut. Yeah. Luger he is, on fire. is He is what Lex Luger thinks he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stinger Splash on Kevin Nash. That was nice. Oh, I, I love the rhyme in there, by the way. <laughs> a Stinger Splash on Kevin Nash. And the worst clubs line you're ever going to see from Lex Luger. Yeah. The, uh, Meanwhile, Stinger's clubs line in Nash. Oh, he's got it, a Scorpion Deathlock him outside the ring. Happy days. By the way, that clothesline line. You forgot to give it its proper name. It's a ah clothesline. <laughs> Signature movement. Nash holding on to the apron because he's in the middle of a, a scorpion death lot. Oh, Nick Patrick with the worst sell of all time. Ow, oh, he's going down. He's going down. Oh, he's back up. So Lucas. What he's the told... fuck's he doing? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck's he doing? He just tried what? to chop for Luger. I know he's an NWO referee, like, in the future, but what the fuck is that? Maybe this is it. Even, even the subtitle said, what was that? <laughs> Twice. 
The Outsiders beat Sting and Lex Luger because Nick Patrick got hit in the face, apparently, by the fucking uh, the attempt at the torture rack. He stumbled around a little bit and decided to just Getting chop off. Luger's leg. He turned into it for like chop block. <laughs> yeah, chop block. That's it. That's exactly it. What a and, fucking melon! And <laughs> commentary team said that was indistinct. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a fast count as well. Really fast count. Yeah, One, easing, two, three. Easing lead with the NWR here. Right, so Nick Patrick 100%. the fourth man. Cool. 100%. Okay. Oh, that's underwhelming, isn't it? That is very underwhelming, yeah. <laughs> I want to see Sean Waltman. I want to see Six Pack. Oh, what a fucking nightmare that Sorry, finish is. Sorry, I called me. I just called him Six Pack when he was just six. He was just Six Pack in uh, yeah. TNA, weren't he? Yeah. For fuck's sake. That was the worst chop block I've ever seen as well. It, yeah, and not only that, it just... Sting uh, and his character thing. is a little lost here as oh. well. Well, that's really playing into what's about to happen with him. Yeah. Is that you just... His head's not in the game. He and looks like gonna... Macho. He's being used like a rag doll. Well, yeah, looking like Macho's a different fucking story. But then again, he always had the tassels, so... Like, it's nothing new there. I just have to ask why he was wearing a bandana. They were just going for the motorbike theme, weren't he? I think that's all they were. Ah, uh, fair point. Here we go, Michael Buffer in the ring. Paid a hell of a lot of money for this, I'm assuming. Probably about fucking seven figures. Uh, it were half a mil every time, weren't it, I think? Fucking hell. Something That's like how much that. he got paid. Yeah. Wow. You know when he goes, uh, yeah. he's just thinking about the new car he's about to buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a new bike, sorry. Sorry, I'm not playing into the gimmick. There's, there's an episode of Nitro. I'm sure it's Nitro. <laughs> so, obviously, they start using him on Nitro to try and give it a big name feel, and Macho Man's coming out, and he goes, Macho Man! Randy Savage <laughs> His voice breaks. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna bring up Brett, the hitman, Clark. Clark <gasps> I bet he was well pissed off about that bit of bastard. Well Oh yes. He's not Mike Adamley, he's uh Oh fucking hell, I had to bring Mike Adamley. Uh yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen that mark, but look up uh Mike Adamley. That's A D A M L E. Right. W E Botches. He was a ring announcer and then they made him a commentator on the ECW uh, show. Right. And he was fucking awful. <laughs> he called Jeff Hardy Jeff Harvey. <sighs> they kept him around for just for the laugh. Yeah. And then he left because he felt like he was being bullied. <laughs> But he couldn't do his job. He didn't do the research. He yeah. weren't being bullied. He was just so like... They, they, they just thought, yeah, this is funny, so we'll just keep him around for a bit and have a laugh. That's all it were. I, I suppose it is kind of bullying, but it's kind of like you're a professional journalist, journalist here. I mean, he, yeah. worked for, he worked for ASPN. It's like, he should know he should be doing his research on these guys. Yeah, definitely. So what's this it, next match? It's the final. It's the main event. World Which title. Is? Hogan versus Hogan. the Giant. Versus Giant. Take note here. Yeah. 
Hogan coming out first and not coming out last because this becomes a real problem. Even when he's not the champion, he'll always had, demand to come out last. I've had to turn up my volume a little then. bit just to hear the NWO theme. Oh, yeah. This so is this the is first interesting. Official. So Hogan is in the black and white, but they've left Scott Hall and Kevin Nash in the red. Yeah, they exactly. Probably, they probably d uh, got their own gear designed. But then I'd expect... I'd expect Hall and Nash to dress differently anyway because... They are if you, tag if you have, in the stable. Yeah, there's that. But there's also you want Hogan to stand out, don't you? So if you have yeah. Yeah, red and black behind you and he's black and white, he stands out more. Yeah. If you have them all in the same colours, they all just blend into What's each other. What's it say on his t-shirt on the back? I don't know. Was that, it's like Terminator, that or something, isn't it? Yeah. Fun well, fact, by the way. I'm not going to find out now. Uh, he does actually... Drop the Hulk name for a while here. Yeah. Uh, do you know the reason why uh, he does that, Mark? No, I just thought he just went Hollywood Hogan. That was it. It no. made sense. No, that wasn't it. It's because WWE and Marvel had a contract for the Hulk name because Marvel tried to sue the WWE. I, I, I reckon. I, if I, imagine, if, if I remember rightly, Marvel tried suing uh, WWE for using the name Hulk for a while, and they had like some kind of agreement, and they basically had a contract. And Hulk Hogan, before he left uh, WWE, he was actually technically contracted to WWE until like late '96, '97 time, something like that. So that contract with Marvel ran as part of that, and eventually, yeah. what happens? That contract runs out, and WCW basically told. Or maybe Hulk Hogan sold. You can't use a Hulk name anymore. Yeah. And then later on down the line, he kind of like just uh, he gets the rights back or something. Or yeah, rubber, he bought yeah. them, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He bought them. But yeah, that 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 was the reason why he dropped the name. Right. Right. I do remember. I do remember seeing. Uh, I can't remember if it, it might have been in one of the manuals for the game, but I do remember it saying uh, Hulk is used. Uh, the term Hulk is used under license from uh, from Marvel. I do remember that. Yeah. That's there was cool. a there was a, set, a similar one with uh, I remember seeing it in the games with uh, the WWE games SmackDown games when Gangrel was part of the roster saying Gangrel is a trademark of White Wolf Inc. Right. Apparently it was a, a game I can't remember the game there was actually a vampire called Gangrel in it so basically WWE nicked the idea <laughs> <laughs> they nicked everything ah oh, it's a vampire oh yeah there's this game with a vampire in called Gangrel we'll make it well you know what. He's a vampire, we're calling Gangrel. Yep, okay. They got fucking sued for it. <laughs> Again, similar fucking deal. I fucking love wrestling for shit like this, really. <laughs> it's a Crap. shame that we are watching WCW through the network where, it, where a lot of shit's dubbed. Yeah. Because it's like a fucking who's who of what song this is that, uh, Jimmy Hart's ripped off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So even even DDP's music isn't the one that he actually had. No, and, obviously, um, and and I know that Jericho, he comes out to break the walls. When obviously he had like some uh, like B-roll music for a while, and then they ripped off even Four by Pearl Jam. Yeah. So I find this interesting that Hulk can't even get in the ring. In real life, there's no way he could ever hope to win the match. He's been a heel. Yep. But he's the thing is, though, when he were face, when he was he's a face, the crowd bubble. Yeah. 
When he was the face, he'd give it his all. Maybe too much. Come on, Terry. We all know that you just want the title all the time. So we all know where you're going to go. Giants telling the referee to stop counting. <laughs> that little run. Fucking hell. Has Hulk done something to his hair here? I think so, just, yeah. Has it... Yeah, he's definitely had... Like... Because obviously he's all... He, he, he was going bald for years. But what he's done here... It looks like he's embraced it by having the top of his head shaved properly. Yeah. And shaped. So it's got like yeah. a ra like a half circle shape at the top of his hair. Yeah, it looks professional. It looks better, doesn't it? And I think, I think it makes he's him also taller as well. I think he's also wet his hair a little bit. You know, or gelled it back, moosed it back or something. But yeah, it does look a hell of a lot better. Obviously now he's uh, sporting the black stubble with the uh, dyed blonde handlebars, mm. which is a fucking cool look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the stubble's not quite grown in yet. It's there, no, but it's but not as dark as it gets, is it? Yeah, exactly. He's growing it in. And I'll tell you something, like that fucking look, it's a great look. Yeah, For, I, much, I much prefer how he looks now to his yeah, red and yellow. I, and I, I much prefer the character now as well, already. Because we know he's a real life <laughs> piece of shit, but he's playing that up in the character now. Yeah. And it's not getting behind it, it's just appreciating this piece of shit heel, really. But it's kind of easy to get behind him as well because he's just so fucking cool like this. And it's so different to everything else you've seen in wrestling at this point. Yeah, you kind of love to hate him. Yeah. And now you hate to love him. <laughs> it's really weird how that just changes. Everybody secretly likes a baddie. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it. I mean, wrestling is a lot like any movie, any superhero movie, right? What that. Without the baddies, it just doesn't work. The baddies make the movies, no matter mm -hmm. what it is. The baddies yep. make the movies. If you want to look at fucking, uh, off, you know, just just off the top of my head, because I am a Star Wars fan, it's not fucking Luke Skywalker that makes the original trilogy. It's Darth Vader. That is, that's exactly right. The first name that anybody ever mentions when you say Star Wars is Darth Vader. Darth Vader is the character. Yeah. It's like, I, I recently watched the prequels, uh, the uh, second and third, for the first oh, time, because I never watched past that. And the person that makes those movies... Is is fucking Darth Sidious, who basically he he turns Anakin to the dark side, and it basically just just reference, but for a reference. Oh, spoiler point. alert! <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I know you're not interested in Star He's Wars or right, like that. No. no, no. But what I mean is that Ian McDermott, that cat, uh, you know, Darth Sidious makes up makes those fucking movies because he's just mm. so fucking good, uh, and he's the, he's the baddie. He's the baddie. People it's... are always sympathetic to dark characters as well, you know, their backstories and stuff. Look at, yes. you know, Batman and Joker and, you know, there's people who love Joker, even though he's a sadistic, murdering wanker. Yeah, there's, there's always reasons. Like, Darth Vader, he, 
he, he's, he's manipulated into being that way, basically. And uh, Sidious basically tells him that... Because what, what happens in one of the movies is that Anakin nearly dies. He ends, he's on this, like, uh, this planet called Mustafa, which is basically like a lava planet. And he has this fight with Obi-Wan, dual fight, and he ends up falling into the lava kind of bit, and he's like, his legs burn off, and that's how he becomes Darth Vader, because Sidious uh, saves him, and basically gives him this suit which keeps him alive. And what happens during this is that his wife actually dies uh, during childbirth, and Sidious basically tells him that in a rage, uh, Anakin killed his wife. So basically it's just furthering and manipulating him, and all that. And then one of the and worst then... movie moments ever happens. No! <laughs> yeah, I laughed at that. I laughed at it. But yeah, and basically that's that's like, there's a sad story behind Darth Vader, to your point. Because he's manipulated into that. He's easily, easily, you know, manipulated. He's gullible. He's just this kid that wants to be a Jedi Master that isn't allowed to be, and he gets manipulated and ends up turning to the dark side because of it. And I know we're boring Mark to fucking death here, but... It, no, you're alright. It, it, it plays to your point. There's sympathy behind it. Unfortunately, there's no sympathy behind Hulk Hogan because he's just a piece of shit and he's just playing <laughs> into that. He's not Darth Vader. He's just a cool-looking guy. It's just simple as that. He's a piece of shit that's just playing into the, his real-life personality. But, as you say, you know, without these guys, this wrestling doesn't shit. work. They're just having a game of mercy. Yeah, that's. I think that's going to be the the downfall of WCW in the you know the title scene is shit like this. Well, because Hogan has to be the champion all the fucking time, and because yeah, he has exactly. limitations, that's what that, it is. It's also going to be the downfall of the NWO for me. Mm. So I'm going to enjoy it whilst it's good, because I know it's going to be. There's no way that eat the the giant can't get up and kick his ass. No. Way. No. No way. Absolutely no way. And this is Hulk Hogan's creative license, you know. I don't buy what Eric Bischoff said a couple of weeks ago, saying that Eric, uh, that Hulk Hogan very rarely used the creative control. Fucking, you That's, are bullshitting, yeah. Eric, because he's yeah. your friend. Yeah. He, you are bullshitting, sir. Of course he fucking used creative control. He always used creative control. We're fucking yeah. seeing it on our screens right now. You, you're telling me that giant was saying, oh yeah, so I'll go on my knees and, you know, uh, I'll make it look like you're overpowered. No, fucking, of course he's not saying that. Hulk Losing Hogan's pitching that. <laughs> Hogan's pitching that. Come on. The thing is, though, Giant is still, what, he's a, less than a year as a wrestler. He's been a champion for a fucking long time. You're obviously going to rely on Hogan to be the, you know, to put the foot... He's, he's going to lay the match out, essentially. Um, as he probably should, but again, you kind of need to speak up a little bit and say, well, I know that you've been in matches and I know you know how to... See, that that's just silly. That's just silly to me. And, of course, and they're not going to acknowledge it on WCW TV, but Hogan was always so... And this is why I don't like the Andre the Giant spot WrestleMania 3. Because he was always sold as immortal, this man of super strength and all that. Of course he's going to lift Andrea the Giant. Yeah. Of course he is. It, it was not in dispute. He's not lifting the Giant here, though. He's pushing him to the ground. 
Well, that's like, it. He, he herpulled him. And if you're the giant, you're just going to fucking take it. You're just yeah, going to exactly. stand there like it, a tree. That, yeah, that doesn't work for me. So no. that's one of the followings. But they're, not also, they're also not going to say, well, you can, if you remember, at WrestleMania 3, and, uh, Hulk Hogan first off Andrew the Giant. And he picked, they're not going to do that on WCW TV, are they? It's not no. their fucking job to end it there. But then, I mean, we're being critical, but it's what worked. So, <laughs> exactly. Isn't it? So it's a shame that you can't say that because mm. then it'd be like, okay, well, it's believable that he could end up overpowering the giant here. But at the same time, it's like the way he's overpowering the giant just doesn't work. No. Well, there's the no giant, scale in it. The giant selling a knee in the back from Hogan just doesn't work for me. No. I mean, this is a guy that faced Scott Norton a few weeks ago and fucking... He molded him. He molded him. Yeah, if this would, was anybody else, he would have been picked up and flattened by now. Yep. Yep. This really just stinks of Hulk Hogan saying, well, I brought you in, brother. you got to do this for me. But then, I mean... Having said that, the, the, the issue why it doesn't work is because it's the giant. If it's somebody else, yeah, if it's a good it guy. So if you put Sting in this position, then Sting should always come from underneath. Yeah. Because that's what builds the crowd. But yeah, because it's the giant, because he's seven foot fucking two and he's like 500 pounds. See, that's it just Again. silly. He's not going to move if you pull his ear. Unless he's really ear sore, in which case he's not, he's not as menacing as we thought he was. What you do in that in that moment is you you're applying nerve hold. Mm. You've exploited the giant to a point where you're on top, so apply nerve hold and make it look like you're making him pass out. That would work. Yeah, yeah. This does not work. Seeing that we're doing it one arm then as well. Gonna say, crowd That's are pretty better. hot for it though. I mean, they're probably like, you know, we're getting to see Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you can you can understand Hulk Hogan's perspective as saying, like, well, they've come to see me. So you, he has a legitimate reason to, to pitch the idea that he should be the guy that's made to look good. Mm. The only problem is with that is the way he's being made to look good. That's the difference. It, it just... You can make yourself look good while still making the bigger opponent look like a monster. He's yeah. not making the giant look like a monster. No, This no. is undoing a fucking nearly a year's worth of build of the giant. Yeah. He should this be using be... pure dirt tactics here. He should be using his belt. He should be using fucking weapons. Yeah. He should be using all sorts. Yeah. Oh, finally, some struggle from the giant. No, it's again three fucking giant headbutts before they came out of the ring and Hogan didn't go down. Whereas one headbutt on anybody else sends them down straight away. And realistically, Just... if that was in real life, the giant fucking, with the story that we've been told of the guy, throwing Hulk Hogan head first in the ring post like he did it'd be like throwing a fucking melon at the ring post that head was gone yeah yeah 
You know, like the fucking viper to the uh, to the mountain in uh, Game of Thrones. Mm. It's basically what would have happened with that. Like he just. Which actually, if I remember rightly, they actually used the melon for that effect, so oh. <laughs> it actually plays in. See? That what? makes sense. The break. foot on the rope. Oh. The foot on the rope makes sense. I wasn't you know, even looking, that's... I was looking somewhere else. <laughs> Anywhere that Hulk Hogan wasn't. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, got a close up of his boots, though. His boots are fucking smart his as fuck. His boots are cool. The boots, the tights, just the, the whole aesthetic of Hogan is great. And I'm not... It's a massive of course. Of course. Now, but again, that's how you get over a giant. It's like, if he's going to do an elbow drop, move out the fucking way. It yeah. makes sense. Danger, yeah. You know, and then you exploit him from that. This match has been the giant working from beneath, which just... It's not how a giant match should go. No. Yeah, I feel like the only person who could work the giant from like and win in a tactical kind of way would be Fleur, and he could pull it off. Mate, the Yeti. The <laughs> Yeti is bigger than the giant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this. The Yeti is about fucking seven foot six. He's fucking massive. He didn't even have a match. Put it that way. No. He gave. Uh, he gave. Stupid idea. He gave. It, it basically, a Yeti that wasn't a Yeti was a mummy. Mm. And right. in the one appearance, he gave uh, he gave Hulk Hogan a bear hug. <laughs> and the giant was from behind, and he looked so homoerotic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Mark will show you that later on. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I look forward to it. So yeah. exciting. <laughs> Uh, pro tip, Mark, after sex, not before sex, because... Oh, <laughs> Scott Hall's here. Scott Hall's here. He's gone to the top rope. The Giants got him. Oh, he's gone off the top rope. Kevin right, Nash is here. And this is what you want to see. This kind of thing is what you want to see. Yeah. That's how they win. Fucking Talk Scott Hall selling. Fucking shaking about. I love Scott Hall. Kevin so Nash is much. just going to let Scott Hall get choke slammed. <laughs> He's got the megaphone. Oh, that's the worst kick in the world, that, Paul. Fucking hell. Chalk slam on Kevin Nash. Hogan's got the megaphone. Nash fucking did decent on that chalk slam. We won't take many of them. Oh, Hogan wipes out Giant with the title. Sturgis goes wild. And that is how you should take out the Giant. Yeah. Okay, that, I mean, I can't argue with that finish. Yeah, it's dirty, no. but... That's how it should have been. Yep. Now, are they going to do to the title belt what I think they're going to do? Are they going to spray paint it? Oh shit, spoiler alert, Beth. <laughs> yeah, they do do that. I've never seen this, Brian. Thanks. Sorry. I don't know if it's tonight, so... Everybody's so happy that he's won. Sturgis is fucking, definitely fucking Hollywood country. Shit me. Fucking Where is Sturgis? South Dakota. Yeah, Bible Belt. Yeah. I thought Dakota... They brought in a, they're bringing out a big-ass fucking cake. Happy birthday, Hulk Hogan. 
You're the and star. And who the fuck is that? That said Leslie, innit? Oh, it is! They've all got the Terminator on their t-shirts. Oh my god, Ed Leslie's the fourth man. Are you fucking shitting me? Really? I'd rather it be Nick Patrick. <laughs> yeah, so this is the last um, this is the last time he's referred to as the booty man. Nobody cared. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you care that Ed Leslie's in the NWO. <laughs> no more booty babe. Well, oh, you, you know that back. you know I'm where she's going to go, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've got the song Black Hills of Dakota stuck in my head now. Oh. <laughs> Take me back to the Black Hills. Black Hills of Dakota. They right. look green to me. What the fuck has he stuck in that cake? A uh, stick of dynamite, I think. A firework? Probably, yeah. So, the assumption that they're going to light that firework and the cake is just going to explode in the ring. <laughs> Somebody's chucked a five litre jug in the fucking ring. Oh yeah, a proper milk jug is that. Yeah. The couple of angry fans. <laughs> this guy being the fourth man is like really anticlimactic. I don't even know who he is. It's Sorgan's best mate. Is it? Yeah. He's had such characters as Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Zodiac, and the Booty Man. Yeah. Of course, it's anticlimactic. He does look good as the disciple, to be fair to him. Oh, for fuck's sake. I haven't seen that yet. All right. He, he kind of fits it. I just... Well, I, I, I mean, if you look at him here, though... If you don't know anything about Ed Leslie, that said this is his debut, and mm. he's wearing that NWO tank top, the black jeans, the boots, and he's got his hair down, he does fit the part. Yeah, he looks good. He looks great, you know. He I just he don't know who he is. The fact that they were making a play on who's this fourth guy who was involved when really well, he uh, was getting his head smashed in, it just wasn't... It, it, he's a, a guy... Eh. Is a guy that got uh, arrested at a train station in Massachusetts for having uh, a suitcase full of anthrax. But it weren't anthrax, it was actually cocaine. It was cocaine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is that's yeah. genuine. <laughs> Just to clarify as well, we're talking completely through this promo, which would have answered every question that you have. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about they've been mates for 22 years and there's nobody closer to him than that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, has their friendship been played out in this whole thing? Uh, it was on the last Nitro. Um, so one mention I think in 22 Sting, years of friendship. Was it Sting? <laughs> I can't remember who it were. No, it was Sting and Luger beat him up. No, it weren't. It was Fleur. It was Four Horsemen. Yeah. They beat him up and said, yeah, Hogan, come and get your friend. Because Arn Anderson obviously got assaulted, didn't he, in that thing that we watched. Mm. So, basically, they forced the Booty Man to become a part of the NWO. It's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, that's a mistake. That's really good storytelling, is that? Yeah. Even because though it involves a guy that we, we don't particularly like. No, exactly. You know, that we don't like the guy, we don't like the wrestler, you know, but it makes fucking brilliant sense. That is really clever. This, oh. uh... Oh. And he not. turned on him. <laughs> but why? Because he said Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, we don't all fucking know Booty Man in the NWO. Fuck off. He, he wouldn't he wouldn't share the cocaine that's in his fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, but actually, why are they doing this? Like, for real? Because they're the bad guys. Yeah, so they don't care about... So they used them as a tool to get what yeah, they wanted. Yeah, they've done this twice now. If I'll do that to my best friend... There's your answer. Me? Again, that's that's fairly good... That's fairly good as well. Oh, of course. It's not a fucking dynamite stick, is it? It's going to be paint. Of course it is. Will cause £5.50. I thought it might be squirty cream. <laughs> for the cake. Now, that... That is fucking amazing. Iconic. Though we know they use a different belt because that's not how it looks from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dripping down in it, so yeah, they, they obviously but redo it. The utter disrespect the the title belt of the company, and you're gonna fucking desecrate it. Yeah. That. That, is iconic. That is just fucking brilliant. I still think that we should be telling the crowd to go and fuck themselves. Yes, yeah. we should do. Stop cheering me, mate. You know. I think Hogan's just realised it's part of his brotherhood here. That's quite nasty. He's you know, spat the on fucking the the Aryan brotherhood are in the fucking crowd, and he's like, "Yeah, I relate to you guys." <laughs> there you have it. Hogan is the world champion. Shock RF, but the way that they've done it. I'm alright with it. Yeah. Yeah. The match... first half of that match, not good, but then it's got a lot better. Mm. Yeah. The storytelling at the end makes sense. <laughs> Fucking hell. Dusty <laughs> I'm here, brother. I like your choice, daddy. You <laughs> <laughs> like your choice. <laughs> I like <Excuse> your choice. <laughs> <laughs> WCW clearly just padding this uh, pay-per-view out now, explaining whatever. Tony was so sad. <laughs> I'd be sad wearing that hat and all. He looks like a child that's had his favourite toy taken away from him. <laughs> and oh, got him off. Bobby Heenan gets no word in edgeways. <laughs> Tony just tells him, "Will you what you have to say on Niger or Monday?" So yeah, that was uh, that was it. What did you guys think to that? Underwhelming, I must say. Underwhelming. Okay. Yeah, because when you look at the match card, you expect uh, you expect Eddie Guerrero versus Rick Flair to be a lot better than what it was. Mm. You thought that like Ice Train and Scott Norton would have had more time. Um, so, really, the saving grace from this was Benoit and Malenko. Mm. I mean, oh. even even like Rey Mysterio and Ultimo Dragon or Ultimate Dragon, like it was a good match, but they didn't get a lot of time. No, you so know. I think I think the issue here is. But the storytelling was fucking phenomenal. You you can't take that away from the from it. It's like in terms of. The NWO um, claiming the title and how they go about it and everything with uh, Ed Leslie, the fucking beauty man or whatever you want to call him, you know, it's it it worked. 
and it were it made sense. It made complete sense. It was so just I, like I think the issue here is Bischoff trying to do his little Harley Davidson tie-in with the motorbikes. I think yes. if that card had been in an arena or in a with a different crowd with a different setting. It would have in a it, different heat because it, it seemed to affect everybody quite a lot until the sun went ba- down. Basically, what you're saying, if a, there were wrestling fans in the audience, yeah, yeah, wrestling 100%. fans in a different setting, obviously heat affects people adversely. It's not going to let you perform to your best if it's too hot, and yeah. you could tell that people were struggling. The crowd obviously let down some of the reactions that might have that might have just transcended it a little bit and you know you're talking about Fleur and Guerrero that crowd didn't react to them a way that a crowd usually would and I think they both feed off a crowd when they perform yeah 100% yeah you you are right though they're not they're not of the I mean Eddie Guerrero probably is more like that but at this point not so much I think he learns to be like that Further on down the line, but Ben Warren, well, Lenko, they're, they're, they're not going to feed off the crowd. They will just they will just be like, well, in spite of the crowd, we're going to put on a good match. But, but that's what I mean. It doesn't work for Rick for sense. Yeah, Rick so for it's an entertainment program. Yeah. So for for Dean and Chris, their match couldn't have been there, and it would have made it wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah. Whereas Rick, for, like what I'm saying is like. They're just going to try and put on a good match in spite of the crowd and try and get them on their side. Whether it fails or not, they're going to try. Whereas Rick Flair, as you say, feeds off the crowd. And when the crowd just isn't doing anything for him, then what's his purpose? His job is to basically sell. Well, this is the thing. Wrestling is, at, at the end of the day, it's an entertainment product. Yeah. And Bischoff choosing to put that card in front of that crowd in that situation, it's just, it just doesn't work. It's like no. he misses the mark. That me. was its biggest letdown. And that's a real shame because that, that card was a lot better on paper than what it actually was. Yeah. And this is the thing with WCWs. They're going to go back to Sturgis several times. And I'm not looking forward to Road Wild 97, Mike. <laughs> if that's where we're going to go, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I already knew that Road Wild was a bit of a, a sore spot just because of the audience that it was going to be and because it was free and because it was, I, like I said to you last time, it's a vanity project for uh, for Bischoff and Co. So I, don't, I just don't know how we got away with it, to be perfectly honest. And it's just money. a shame that they had to. They, they just had to have unlimited. They had an unlimited amount of money, and obviously Ted Turner was a big fan of Eric. And Can, if Eric wanted to do a project, I think to, uh, Turner would be like, "Yeah, here's some money, go do it." Can you imagine though the reaction if you'd have put that iconic moment of Hulk spray painting the belt in front of a wrestling crowd? Can you imagine the reaction? Yeah. Imagine that at Disney MGM. I think it would have been a bigger reaction and they would yeah. have had a lesser crowd not and that's really so weird much, to yeah. say yeah. but at least there you had wrestling fans willing to actually come in and watch wrestling yeah this was you know fucking the Aryan union the hell's angels fucking get together for a racist fucking you know just a racist venture yeah. essentially because <laughs> the only time they ever fucking popped was when black people were in the ring 
Yeah, that that's literally it. The only time that crowd, the time the crowd was the loudest was when they were in the ring. It was a bikers, which... it was a bikers convention, not a wrestling show. Yeah, the wrestling show was just a, a, yeah, a, a bikers distraction. Convention with some entertainment. Yeah, and it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, which is really weird because you were at Download Festival. Download Festival. It's a it's a rock. It's a main, primarily a rock festival. Uh, I know they have different bloody like acts. They've had Chasing Status and the Prodigy and people like that. That a lot of people might not consider of that genre uh, and think that they're out of place or what have you. I, I don't really agree with it. I'll just say like it's a music festival. At the end of the day, and they can book whoever they fucking want. But you look at that over the last few years. Obviously not last year, but they've had NXT and NXT UK there. And they've actually got wrestling fans actually attending Download Festival just to go see NXT UK and maybe some bands that they like. It actually works. This isn't gonna. This is not gonna work with bikers. No. If they're not wrestling fans already, they're not gonna turn up just to see some wrestling. They're just gonna turn up because it's a bikers convention. That's it. Literally it. The wrestling is just a, a, a distraction. Yeah. And that's you know, it, yeah. Overall, underwhelming. Gotta say. Yeah, it wasn't going to be. Uh, it wasn't going to be a good one. Uh, but we had to do it. It's in the timeline. It's Hogan's first night back, and he's now the world champion. So there you go. Hope you guys have uh, enjoyed us wittering on for the for the last three hours during this pay per view. Um, that's it. We're going to round it off, and we're just going to say thank you again to to everybody for listening in. Thank you very much to Beth, who you can follow on Twitter at Beth underscore Blade, uh, and Brian over there at Brian Talks Crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening. You just do the porky pig goodbye. That's all, folks. Da 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 da. da. Bye. Bye.